All right, let's start this bad boy. This is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Okay, everybody, it's the Current Gen Podcast. It's an episode. It's one of the numbers. It's a number that happens. It's oh, well, I was gonna get there. Thank you, Dan. It's 127 <laughs> episode Current Gen Podcast. Thank you, Bit Killer Dan, for killing bits right at the top of the episode. Really appreciate it. Speaking of, I have Dan hey, here. That's <laughs> I've got Dan here with me today with Jeff, and it's me, Kyle. I am hosting. I have no idea why they're allowing me to do so, but here we are. Um, I don't know. We're going to keep the uh, uh, stuff to kind of a minimum. We're not going to do a lot of, like, what, segments this week because uh, we ta- we go on tangents. So we're that's doing segments, the... no bits. No, segments, no, 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 no. We're, we're, we're definitely doing no bits. bits. We're doing bits. Exists. Yeah, you... All right, you're not getting you, to know each other with whiteboards. Have, we have bits to make up for since you killed one at the top of the show, so... <laughs> Um, Just so go thank, ahead and do it. Again, do it thank you, Dan. Radio voice. <laughs> okay. um, hey, all right. Um, yeah. But yeah, we're just going to kind of stick to kind of stuff that we're playing, <laughs> stuff that we're watching, go over some headlines. The three of us are just insane. I don't think we need a game or anything this week. We're the game this week is us going on tangents. So uh, yeah, just that if you, if you feel like you need to scream about something. This week's the week to do it, guys. You know Let's what? Just you, knock could, it you could, if you're a listener or watcher, I guess, on YouTube, if you're an insane person and want to see our faces, what's wrong with you? <laughs> no, I so, wore a nice shirt this week just in case. I don't what's, know. Uh, you know, what? make a drinking game out of it. You know, every time I go on a tangent, take a shot of, uh, you know, lemon lemon squeeze or whatever. I don't know. Uh, I would play with you guys, but I would <laughs> be drunk halfway through this podcast, and I have yep, to run it be this dead. week. Be, be, I'd be uh, dead. I'll eat a gummy every time I go on a mouth, tangent. Your no, mouth I'll is dry. Dead. Drink a Canada dry. That's a thing, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know. That seems very Canadian to me. I don't know if I endorse that. Um, anyways, let's do, let's just jump right into. Oh, are you drinking one? That's funny. yes. That's, that's, prop, that's called prop comedy. Um, <laughs> anyways, let's Sponsor go right into. <laughs> let's go. I'm uh, drinking Dude Bro Rain Energy Drink. Whoa! Whoa! That's um, rain, dude. Yeah. They're that good. Right before, metal, bro. Brother, they're good right before workout, brother. I tell yeah, you. Let me um, tell you. Oh, let me, oh. Let me tell you, brother. Hold on, oh, something. Hold on, oh, there, dude. Hold on, there. This is gonna um, be like four hours. Long. That's why I said no segment. This week. No segment this week, Sorry, yeah. Tim. Sorry, no. Dad. No, actually, Sorry, Dad. you're welcome, Tim. You're yep. This is for you. This, this is, is from a, dedicating this, is one of his dedicating this episode to Dad. Yep. Uh, anyways, let's jump right into playing, guys. Before this goes too off the rails here, I'm sure it's gonna go off the rails many more times. Uh, I want to get right into the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Pass Wave Two Tracks. That's a lot of words, guys. That you put Man. in these notes. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, is it Jeff? Are you the only person who played this? Yeah, I got the. Uh, I bought the booster pass when they first announced it. Because um, you know, when you buy it once, you get all the tracks they add to it. Um, so every wave they've been doing, I think it's every few months or so, every quarter. I'm not exactly sure of the timing yet. Um, but, uh, they add eight tracks to Mario Kart 8. Um, wave, we're on wave two, which is, uh, eight more tracks. Uh, one of the most notable ones for me, at least, because I've played it a ton, is the Calamari Desert on N64. Um, that track has been finally implemented into Mario Kart 8. That's the one with the train track, and you can kind of take a shortcut. Right, right, right. right. And I, drive I remember on, that yeah. one, yeah. Um, this one, this one's interesting. They're, they're adding, like, each lap, I feel like they add, like, a, a some a different route on the course and like oh, i remember the third lap they tweak it yeah they tweaked it a little bit like the third lap i remember it actually introducing a ramp and then you go up and around and then you and then it forces you to actually go through the the train tunnel and avoid the train as it's coming down and stuff and that's i found, I found that to be interesting was yeah. that not like that before uh-uh 
Okay. Uh-uh. It was just a straight up track. You just drive the track in oh, Mario wow. Kart 64. So the that's fact cool. that they introduced I didn't realize they were making tweaks. That's cool. Yeah, they they introduced like different routes. It forces you to go on different routes each each lap basically. Uh, which is cool. Um, and then the Super Mario, um, Super Nintendo, sorry, uh, track Mario Circuit 3, which obviously was very flat on Super Nintendo. Uh, but uh, yeah, that one was added. Um, there's some other ones that I haven't played, like some Game Boy Advance and Wii um, uh, DS, Mario Kart Tour. I, I haven't played any of those. So those so tracks those tracks are all new to me. Mario um, Kart 8 has basically become the race, like racing version of Smash Brothers Ultimate, right? Yeah, I mean, it's basically yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's like it's the library of everything right. that's come before it. It feels like exactly, it it, it, yeah. but it, you know, it's obviously like the present day Switch graphics, so they sure. look sure, sure, amazing. Um, I still think it's a good the boost, booster thing's a good deal, especially if you are a Mario Kart fan. Um, there's just not a lot to say about it. I mean, it's what you expect. It's Mario Kart racing more, on more on levels. new tracks. Yeah, but exactly. the new tweaks, the, them tweaking it is cool though. I, I yeah, obviously just I assumed that, yeah. it was gonna kind of throw that sheen and transfer it to like what it would be for eight. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. that's cool. Yeah, there's some at least at least I noticed by like the third lap, I was like, this looks different. What's going on here? Yeah, and that's yeah, on yeah. all of the. I didn't manage to finish all eight uh, tracks, but uh, I did the first four, uh, which is a turnip cup, uh, and that one. I was noticing on every single race, I was like, why does this third lap feel different? Like it, there's like, sometimes it'll take you down a different path. Um, I don't know if that's just me, the way I drive and I'm choosing to go a different path. I don't think it is. I think they're deliberately designing the track that way to make it cool. Like to make it. Well, these older ones are so simple that they're probably just trying to throw something to kind of be, you know. See, and I thought I remember like some old like Bowser Castle levels that maybe did that. So like, that's why Mm -hmm. I brought up. I was like, did it not do that before? Because I I honestly don't remember. But I know some levels did kind of have some change ups, uh, you know, uh, before. But uh, I'm not saying this is one of them. But I I like that they've at least brought kind of those levels back. Because I don't remember those being part of Mario Kart 8 at all. Like any levels that changed, even the newer version so uh um, I, I i like it, I'm, I'm I gotta, it. yeah i gotta play through the other four that are in there especially because i'm not familiar with those tracks at all um but yeah wave three through six is still coming out this year and next year i think they said it's a two-year plan so uh they've already released two waves another one will probably halfway come there. out this year yeah. almost halfway there almost yeah. quite literally a- accurate description of what the timeline is because that's it's not a bit this time yeah outside no, a of a bit halfway there almost halfway yeah, there right dan yeah. did you want to kill this one too or this is getting a bit old for me i'll, I'll be honest with you <laughs> it's uh, old hat I mean, it's getting it's a bit hat. old for me yeah. so. a bit old oh god a bit I, old oh damn it it's too genius and i don't i really don't even know <laughs> yeah. that's so good i don't even know what to do with that so i'm uh, frustrated that it came thank out of you mouth. thank you for that thank you for being very sharp about that uh speaking of dan i know you're the one who's playing fairy and sword together forever which i believe is fairy and sword seven <laughs> Uh, he's got his glasses on, so I hope he's taking, Stupid. you know, he, he's about to take this seriously, as well, I hope. Uh, I have the need know. for speed. Top Gun levels of Tom Cruise being serious about talking about fairies and swords. Um, but, Seems uh, easy enough. <laughs> Tell me a little about this game, man. I really want to buy this game, but, like, I don't know what's keeping me from doing it. And that. I think this, I think this conversation is yeah. going to be the teetering point for me of, of like, running okay. away and buying this, so. Lay it on me, buddy. Um, so I've not played any of the previous ones at all, so I'm I'm not familiar with this series whatsoever. Um, and Which I, was I don't pro- think we could before, right? Like these have all been yeah this is the first one that's only been localized for us. So Un- unless they're available on like 
Steam or something, so you can yeah. get it on PC. And there's but... always ways, obviously, as well. Sure, sure, sure. In terms of mainstream releases, this is the first uh, on a console too. Here yeah. on the yes. um, in the U.S., yeah, exactly. And it's um, yeah, so it's a uh, sort uh, was a Farian Sword Together Forever. It's the seventh one, so it actually has like a number. If you look it up, like it either comes up as uh, Sword and Fairy Seven or Together Forever. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's a um, so it's a Chinese uh, studio. So it's it uh, as far as like the visual aesthetic of the game sort of the um the world the uh the architecture the the way characters are kind of like dressed is is a little more leaning towards um uh more like being chinese as opposed to japanese out of the way the one of my um one of my gripes is there's unfortunately no english vo so mm. that's kind of a bummer for me because so it's read like, yeah yeah, which is tough because it's like, I mean, I love anime, so I'm used to reading and watching anime. But for me, and I'm not used to it, it's different playing a game, especially a fast game, because it's an action RPG. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, the combat is pretty, pretty nice. It's fast. It's, you know, you're, you're dashing around, you're doing stuff. But there are moments where you're fighting stuff, but then they're also talking, which obviously if it was in English, I would just be listening and fighting. But I'm having to read and fight and kind of, you know, so there's like an extra thing going on there. So that... That's something that I'm having to get used to uh, with this. Also, the translation doesn't seem to be totally great. I heard there were some grammatical errors and yeah, just, just sentences yeah. Um, are missing, like ands and the like things like that, ands yeah. and does, and so on and so forth. So words just kind of like mesh together, kind of weird sometimes. Um, but it's a super pretty game. It's very pretty. Um, it's on Unreal Engine. I'm assuming four, maybe not. I don't think it's on five, but no. I don't, um, I, have we even seen an Unreal Five game yet? Is that... I don't think so. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think so. Either. Um, but there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of greenery going on. Uh, there's a lot of teals and pinks and blues, like cherry blossom trees, and um, uh, so it's very pretty. It's very nice to look at. Um, like you said, it's forty dollars, so it's like it's a budget game. So yeah, you kind of go if if you see the forty dollar price tag, you're like, all right, this isn't going to be like a a sixty or seventy dollar game where you're getting all the accoutrements. Like um, like the facial animations are basically almost non-existent. So there's kind of like a little bit of like deadpanning going on with their faces when they're kind of talking there's not a lot of emotion there um but the the stuff that's happening is pretty interesting like the story actually does seem pretty interesting as i'm trying to you know kind of piece together what's being said and and piecing it together so it's uh it's about humans uh deities and uh demons so the game can i ask it is is there a lot of talking and like exposition going on while you're fighting so it's hard to kind of keep up with um, like the reading and the and like obviously like focusing on the mechanics or like uh, it it is mostly cutscenes and then like moments where you are kind of just walking so like I just kind of stop and read what they're saying which is not the way you would play the game normally Same right here. exactly yeah. um okay. so yeah the, as far as like dialogue being spoken while you're fighting that ha- that doesn't happen that often that's good at least okay but it does happen <laughs> so if it's something you're not used to it's a little disorienting. Um, yeah, and again, I, even for I, me, I have that problem with Dynasty Warriors, you know, so it's okay. like th- th- those games are hardly ever translated and that those games are all action all the time and everything. And right. they will just be things being said, kind of like, you know, characters bickering at each other or whatever. But like I, you zone it out because you're mm-hmm. so focused on the mechanics. It, you, yeah, yeah. you miss a lot of like the actual story and stuff like that in those yeah. games. So I was wondering if it's kind of like similar here. It sounds like maybe sometimes, but not all the time. Right, yeah, I would say, yeah, I would say it is similar, but obviously more story focused because that is more of like a big, big arenas and and like hack and slash, right? Yep, yep. yep. So, as opposed to this being more of like an action RPG where, um, you kind of have like this town and then there's kind of like the surrounding foresty type of area, 
Um, open area, open world. Yeah, open area. Yeah, open okay. area. Um, but pretty decent size area. I mean, I'm also only in the first like five-ish hours. So um, I've only, there's basically the main like kind of like little village town that you open up in. And then you go to this other uh, city that's a, a, not like more advanced, but kind of like basically that city is more tied to the deities. So humans, gods, and and demons is kind of what the story is is focusing around. Um, and that other city basically I think has a connection to the gods because they're kind of trying to like work together to be able to sort of um, uh, I guess like so basically like the the leader of the gods like has uh, taken control of uh, an individual's body so he can kind of like project himself in the human world and kind of give orders to sort of the people to to kind of help them deal with the demons again this is in the beginning so I'm not entirely sure like sure sure why he's necessarily in the human world specifically doing that um but the very beginning you're playing as this deity and then some things happen and then he ends up in the human world so then that's when it switches over to the female lead character um and we're just still uh, basically trying to figure things out they basically then become intertwined like literally because i guess like he he fell into the human world because he ended up fighting like the demon like almost like boss and then like he turned into do you guys mind if I say some specific things? Because it's kind of funny, actually. Yeah, um, go ahead. No, go so ahead. Basic, basically, this this deity that you start route in the verse, like, 15 minutes of the game, like, he gets thrown into the human world, and then he, like, turns into an apple for some reason. Okay. So, like, <laughs> so she, like, sees this glowy, like, apple, and she's like, oh, it's full of spirit energy, and her little bird companion starts, like, freaking out because it can sense um, sure. that there's something up with this fruit. So she goes to, like, bite it, but, like, she doesn't fully bite it. So that, But then when he comes out of the apple, he has, like, a bite mark on his neck. Okay. So, so basically now they're like intertwined. Like he has to actually be physically near her in order to like, okay. I guess like be like, you know, I guess maybe so his power doesn't like diminish sure, or, or doesn't sure. die or something. I don't know. They're um, tied together intrinsically. And so, yes, exactly. Yeah. They they use sim, uh, symbiote, almost like they use the word symbiote or symbiosis or some, whatever the, whatever Symbio- it is. Symbiosis. Symbiosis. Yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, but the combat is is pretty pretty nice. It's fast, it's fluid. Um, you know, typically it, it doesn't do anything outrageously different, but the the dashing feels good. The uh, the combos feel good, and obviously there'll be more as you learn as you go along. So usually in games like this, I just want the speed and the connections to feel good. You know, so it if does. Those thing, if so if yeah. those things are there, you know, even if like uh, you know, it's just heavy attack, light attack, and you're just alternating between those two, and that's most games. I I don't care. Like that that does it for me enough as long as it right. feels good whenever those connections happen. Yeah, and and again, there there is as uh, you know, you are leveling up the character, so there'll be more stuff that you unlock. So basically, out the gate is square, square, triangle, and then your little bird companion, you can kind of basically summon for like extra, like special ability. So he'll do like a little lightning attack, um, so mm-hmm. kind of like a small AOE type of attack. And I'm sure, and that basically you can level up the bird. He's your little spirit companion, so you can you can feed him some some fruits, and uh, and that'll level him can up. You, so. Can you pet the bird? Uh, no, unfortunately not. But he does just kind of hang out. out with no, you. I'm out. No, yes, okay. you're out. You're Anyways, out. Dan, thanks for your time. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> let's. Uh, uh, hey, Jeff, uh, I know you're a fan of like Hero and, uh, you know, maybe some some forms of like Wirefu, you know, uh, Chinese movies like that. Are you interested in this? Is this too fantastical for you at 40 bucks? Is that low enough to get you in to try something like this? Uh, is Dan talking about the uh, combat being good enough? Uh, interest you at all? Where, where are you at on this game in terms of like uh, your willingness to try it? That's a good price. I'll, I would get it. Yeah. I don't know. Really depends on uh, 
what else I, what else I got going on? Uh, yeah, sure, because sure. Uh, that's kind of what I'm weighing more nowadays. Um, time not pricing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if it's like, well, I'm going to get this game, but do I really have time to actually I hear play it's it big. enough to get I hear this is a lot of, con- like, you know what so, I mean? Um, yeah. It's a pretty, you know, it's not a four-hour game or anything like I looked that. Up you know? on how <laughs> long, I looked up on how long to beat it said the average of, like, kind of mainlining it is 24 hours, so it's not yeah. too, too bad. Yeah, um, I mean, 24 is, you know... A good chunk of game these days, you know, yeah. uh, for for a game that's not like you know a giant Witcher you know style game or you know something of that nature. So uh, anyway, I, think I, did, I did watch I did watch gameplay and it, it did look okay. something like something I would yeah. enjoy. It, so. it, cool. it it is fun. I think I think it's just for me. And again, I'm used to watching anime, so I'm used to reading and watching things. But if you can get past the hurdle of like you're doing something and you're having to read, because again, there's no English VO whatsoever. If you can get over that hurdle, I think it's worth the 40 bucks. So Yakuza's I, like that as well. There's no voice acting, and it's just okay. constantly... So, so it's like, I'm used to playing games kind of like that, sure, but sure, sure, I, sure. Also un, I also will admit that I miss some things like while I'm just walking right. around and fighting, even right, in right, Yakuza. Right. I'm like, what did Kazuma just say? Like, uh, did I miss something? You know, like maybe yeah, yeah. he was just saying something scripted or canned, but like, maybe it was something important. I don't know. So there's that element of it there, but I think I'm used to playing games like that enough that yeah. maybe it won't bother me. So yeah. And the story uh, does seem pretty interesting uh, out the gate with um, kind of like what the deal with the demons are and why they, why they really want to get th- they're, they're basically trying to kidnap the individual that that like leader God is like kind of um, yeah. controlling. So they're trying to, they're trying to kidnap this individual. It's like, well, why do they want him so bad? Um, so there is something kind of interesting there, and that individual becomes close with the female lead character. Um, what's her name? Shu, I think it is. There's a lot of X names, which I think they pronounce as Shu, right? Yeah, a lot yeah, of Shu. Yeah, yeah, so there's a um, there's a connection there. Like he he really likes her because he like basically ran away because they were like they were um, sort of imprisoning him, like keeping him up in this pagoda. But because his body is being used as like a vessel so that God can kind of come through and communicate with them. So he doesn't quite understand like what the deal is there. And she's trying to sort of like be like, like kind of like this, like, hey, like you just met me and like I'm like a big sister to you. And like so he he really likes her. And then he's like, I don't you know, they're trying to like keep me in this pagoda. And it's like, well, yeah, because there are things going on. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it does seem interesting. The combat is really fun. Um, it's just that one little hurdle, but if you can get over that, I think it's worth the 40 bucks. I think it's worth a shot. So cool. Yeah. I, I plan to pick it up. I, I'm just, uh, I'm, uh, so deep in so many other games right now that, uh, yeah, it's, of course. It's like, like Jeff, you have to start like doing that, like mental math. Like, do my, <laughs> yeah. if I buy this? Is it going to sit on my hard drive or is it going to boot up, you know, at some point? I mean, so. if, if, I mean, and you could certainly wait and maybe it'll be on a small sale, you know, like eight bucks off or something. So it's like, oh, well for eight bucks off, why not? 30 something dollars is better than $40. You know what I mean? So sure. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and a game like this will go on sale instantaneously. Um, so, you know, if you sleep on it now, you know, come November, it's 20 bucks, I bet. So, Right. Um, okay, cool. Well, I, I'm still playing a little bit of Xenoblade. Um, I know you guys aren't, um, and there's not much more I can share other than I feel uh, the, very, the beginning is very story-heavy, which feels mm. good for an RPG, especially a JRPG, where sometimes you kind of get an inkling of, like, Hey, the world's in danger. There's a guy that's evil, and you've got amnesia, or you just met a girl who's powerful, or you just insert, you know, trope here or whatever. And then, like, it maybe takes 14 to 20 hours for, like, maybe the first big story moment to happen. Sure. sure. I feel like you have three or four big story moments that happen in the first, like, six hours of this game. Oh, wow. That okay. really move the needle forward in a way where I'm like, oh, wow, I instantaneously care about all these people. Uh, speaking of, the characters are just 
very easy to enjoy. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, uh, I feel like all that stuff is working and everything. Uh, I love, love, love the traversal in this game. The the ability to just be like, I'm doing this mission. Just for the love of God, take me where I'm supposed to go. And just like it just paints a line on the ground to like where you're oh, supposed to okay. go. Very okay. nice. You know, I know that like people, uh, you know, uh, you know, love the days of like Morrowind where like a, a mission would just be like, hey, go northeast and like maybe there'll be a cave there. And if there is, go in that one if it's the right one and maybe there'll be a chest in there. And then you spend 14 hours going up and down this river and never find this cave, you know? Like, I, that's great, you know? Sure, that's immersive and stuff like that. But I have like 30 games I need to get to, you know what I mean? So sometimes I don't mind there being some sort of like feature that just gets you to where you need to be. Um, especially with a game like this that's like being touted as over 100 hours like just get me i don't need hurdles just get me through it you know uh so i really enjoyed that also these people live here they would know how to get around you know what i mean right so right, that's that's right. another element that i always enjoy is is it doesn't ever make sense that like when a character gets dropped into like their own world and they're like where are we supposed to go and i'm like you live here <laughs> like, you've seen you all know? of this yeah. for years you know everything about this place like it's crazy to me um so it is nice that like there's a sense of direction in this game and stuff like that because it is a very 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 big game with a lot of side quests and stuff, uh, a lot of a lot of content here. Uh, the I feel like the battle mechanics keep on growing. Like what starts off is really basic and everything. Like now I feel like if I ever stop playing this game, I can never go back to it because right. like yeah. there's so many mechanics that like it's it's exhausting and I'm in the middle of it. You know what I mean? It's just to keep up with everything and not, that's not a negative. It's just, it's a lot like they, yeah. the, the, the system asks a lot out of you in terms of remembering what works and what doesn't work and what you're supposed to be doing, what you're not supposed to be doing in certain situations. Um, I know even like the second one was already like that. Like I remember, you know, yeah, there was a lot of things on the second one. I, I just didn't get, you know, this one at least explains it to you better, but I, hmm. I just know that if I even took a two week break and came back, I'd be like, how do you Ouroboros again? I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> Uh, if I even remember that word, you know what I mean? Yeah, so it's right, like, yeah, right. it's, it's a lot of jargon. It's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of on-screen prompts. Uh, a lot. There's Can you write so, that down for me? Can you write that down? That, yeah. Um, but yeah, so just that there's, there's kind of that element to it where I just know, like, I'm in it. And I need to beat this now or get as much to it as possible. Because, like, if there's ever a break, like, coming back to it's going to be hard. Now, that being said, there's a really nice, like, refresher section of this game because i think it knows that people are going to take breaks obviously and come back at some point so like you could just be like how do you fight and just like click on a tutorial and it'll just like take you through the basics again and like it's really easy it just drops you right into a tutorial uh so like that exists at least you know but like uh i know it's still kind of a barrier we all have this problem guys where we like leave a big game and come back and it's like oh yeah this feels complicated and weird i don't know if i like this anymore just especially jrpgs Um, or just anything that's like a big world again with a lot of systems even your even your witchers and your skyrims and stuff like that like just coming back and being like how do you craft i don't you you blacksmith in this game you know like there's just there's there's a lot of questions like when you return back to a big game so uh i'm really enjoying it you know uh dan if you ever get through the series i think you really enjoy it i know we have someone in our group right now going through the first game is it clayton someone oh maybe i think so um and uh, i know he's it seems like he's really enjoying the first game uh the story is very good in that game um you know so uh uh, you have someone who's going through all the games like you're trying to or you're going to attempt to it's going to yeah yeah 
Um, so yeah, I'm 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 pretty interested for more people to try it. it. This is a this is a cool game where when you think about it, it's like yeah, this game would be super awesome on the PS5. Boy, it would look so pretty. Oh my right. gosh, wow, 60 frames per second, 120 hertz maybe. I don't know. You know, uh, like I that that seems awesome, but there's something to just being able to play this game on the go. While I'm on uh, the porcelain pew, while I'm on, right, right, you right. know, a breakout work, you know, while I'm sitting around watching New Girl again, while I just want to play a game while I watch that show, with, which is kind of falling apart towards the end of the series. The, the, the Wiz Palace. The Wiz Palace. That's the other name. You know, I just, yeah. You know, so it's like, it, it's nice to be able to, like, have that option and just kind of, like, chip away at it, like, on the go. And for something to be so big and play so well on this thing... It's kind. Of, it's black magic, guys. I have no idea how they pulled this yeah. off. Yeah, the, the size of the like monolith, the developer, which is they helped with uh, Breath of the Wild, which makes sense when you look at yeah. the world. It's like I don't <sighs> know how they do this nonsense. Like, how did they create the? And isn't this game like two times the size of of the second five, one? Five times. Oh, the five times. Oh my god. And the man. second game was so big that I I quit playing. I was like, I can't play this game. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's just. That's too much, man. That's too yeah, much. Yeah, that's why that's why you need GPS markers, baby. Um. <laughs> anyways, yeah, I'm really enjoying this game a lot. You know, uh, I'll probably be talking about it pretty hard in the game of the year game game of the year award ceremony that we do every year. So, uh, I'm not talking top five or anything like that, but like you know, enough where I'll be like, guys, it's good. You know. Um. Uh, again, the characters are, are are real good. So, um, I'm excited. So are they like to... anime tropey? Because I know people were yeah. like kind of like say, okay. But like, but if you're into that, like, then... Monolith kind of has like their own tropes for like their anime stuff because like they're True. like real British, you know, the real okay. bottle, bottle people, you know what I'm saying, you know. Um, <laughs> it's so damn thirsty. Uh, this so guy, they're so thirsty. Uh, I even said in chat where I was like, someone said bottle, like we say on the podcast, <laughs> or. Well, I think the, I think the literal situation was is just like uh, you know I'm so posh. Anyone has a bottle, uh, you know uh, they couldn't have been bottle of water, but like she said bottle like that. Like all right, so can I just can out. I just let you guys know I actually yep. did VO for the game and I was that character. Oh wow, damn! <laughs> now that I'm closing my eyes, I can hear you. Anyways, I hope more people get to it by the time we talk at the end of the year because I, I think this is a this is kind of a, a big underdog. Even though calling Monolith an underdog is is kind of silly because I think they all I think they usually get their accolades. I mean, you, yeah, you, they usually get their hat tips, you know. So especially now, and and again, because they helped literally on a mainline Zelda game, like that's. That's definitely yeah. something to brag about. So it's interesting that Nintendo would turn to them and go, "Hey, uh, guys who knock this out of the park all the time, can you help us with this?" You know, uh, how right. how humble of them. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not really Nintendo's bag. They're like, "We got this. You know, right. we'll take yeah. care of it." You know, so it's cool for them to reach out because yeah. uh, the last time they did it was Metroid, and that did not go well for them. So, mm. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, no, it did not. No, it did not. Um, who is playing a Sakuna? 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 Sakuna. Uh, Sakuna. Uh, of Rice and Ruin. I did finish it, yes. So you I finished I, it? Wow, okay, cool. Yeah, I brought this up uh, a few weeks ago, and um, I liked the second half more than the first one. I still think it's just a pretty okay game, unfortunately, because I, I was actually really excited to play this for a while. I was, like, waiting for it to be on a good sale, and I was like, all right, I'm going to nab this at 20-something bucks um, and, and really get into this. And, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, there there are some, like, good moments, but I think it's mostly just okay. Um, I think there's just kind of a lot going on where they don't really do a lot of explaining of certain things. Um, and like the, um, so as far as the farming, cause you're just, you're basically just farming rice. And I think I had mentioned this last time. It's not as like structured as it is with like, say like a harvest moon or a stardew Valley. You don't have like a grid that you sort of like almost like kind of 
you know, just drop right into that box and it's like nice and neat and you're kind of doing like a nine by nine grade. It's it's not so much like that. It's it's just basically your character moves around and you kind of just like drop the seeds and it's like it's all zigzaggy and messy, which doesn't sound like a big deal, but like I kind of have an OCD and no, uh, that, you're that kind of just bothers a, you're me. actually describing a nightmare to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, uh, so like little things like that or like um. You can like parry in the game, which I didn't I don't even think I really realized until I accidentally did it like maybe like 10, 15 hours into the game. Um, And it seems like you can parry in like different ways. But like there wasn't there wasn't a moment where I was like, oh, you did a parry. Let's tell you how to parry. It just kind of happened. And I I don't even there's nothing in the in the like menus. If you hit pause to like kind of like check what that is, there is um there is like a uh, a practice room where you can do kind of practice combat. But um, I just didn't really feel like going in there, so I guess that that's on me. So I'm sh- I'm sure obviously it would break that stuff uh, break that stuff down a bit better. But I just feel like in the moment where these things are happening in the game, that there's just really no explanation for a lot of these things. So, um, but yeah, it's just it just kind of feels like a clunky game. The the movement when you're doing the combat doesn't feel super great. Like I think uh, Sword and Fairy feels better to kind of move around and 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 dash around and do that sort of thing um than this game does but um i think i think it is a charming game i think it visually does look pretty nice i do like uh, uh the sort of style the um the style of the characters the the last boss fight the actual the way that that boss looks is insane though <laughs> like it's a super sick looking boss like it's one of the coolest like final bosses like visually that i've i've ever seen it's it's super red um but yeah i don't know I guess I just I had I kind of had some expectations with the game. I just I I think I was going to play a bit more fluid of a side scrolling action RPG type of game. And it's just not quite there for me. I think the farming mechanics are just not really super good and doesn't feel good to do. Like, it's not fun if you're into farming uh, Sims type of stuff. No, no, no. That's a um, hard no. Uh, well, that's one of the main things you're doing. It's literally called rice and ruin. You're you're yeah. growing rice. You're a rice god. And then you're ruining it. Or a, you're a harvest god. You're you're yeah. the daughter of of a war of a war god and a harvest god essentially. Um so yeah, you're basically you're booted down to this island because some shenanigans happened at the capital where all the gods kind of hang out. So you're thrown down there with some humans and then, you know, humans. the yeah. the, the story kind of just goes on, but yeah, it's um it's okay. It's okay. Cool. And there's, I think there are better side-scrolling action RPGs, to be honest with you. So. Kyle's oh, talking. Kyle's muted. Uh, Kyle's muted. Quietly. You muted yourself. In Skype. Congrats, you played yourself. I got it. Yeah, I got it. Go. Hold on. I got it. 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 Okay, so has anybody else played anything else? You know? I played games with some hearts. Kingdom Hearts? No. Yeah. With I people. Yeah, um. What? It's, it's a joke about dating or something. But oh. Uh, it's not true. It's I just said it. He's playing a game fun. of hearts. Okay. I'm playing yeah. games with some hearts. When I should quit playing games. Stop playing games with my with, love. With hearts. Love. Yeah. Um. Anyways, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's so <laughs> flat. Please, for the love of God, edit that out. Somebody edit that out. No, no, no. We all, no we're keeping that. We're Tim, keeping that Tim, you leave sure. it right Damn there. It. No, you leave no. it right there. Um, I wish I could blame it on the gummy, but it hasn't it hasn't hit yet. So I don't. Yeah, you could just, yeah. you could just say it. It's actually that's just regular me. That's, edit that's that the, out. That's the bummer. 
edit that out and just be like, I'm tripping balls, man. Let's talk about bits for a second, guys. Um, no, um, let's, let's move on. Let's move on to what we're watching. Uh, I'm I'm also playing little stuff. I'm playing Final Fantasy X again because I hate my life. And, yes. Uh, no, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm, you I'm, don't. You love your life, Kyle. Because that game yeah, is I do. Crazy. I do. It's pretty great. Uh, you know, I, I'm replaying a few other things as well. But uh, my Switch is just getting a lot of attention right now. Uh, so uh, I'm uh, I'm happy about that. But let's move on to stuff that we're watching. Lots of stuff came out this week. Actually, Man, can we can we spend so like much. can we spend like a half hour talking about the Titus laughing scene, or can we I actually just... want to spend a half hour talking about you bringing up the Titus <laughs> laughing scene, and then we can move on to talking about it specifically. Uh, <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, but that, that game is awesome. I don't know. I, I know it really is. It, it, it opens up. It's a hardcore opening too for a Final Fantasy game. It's I'm like, such Ooh. a, it's such but, a strong, like first like game of like them doing. I know obviously compared to nowadays, like the VO isn't excellent compared to what is awful. available, but it's not awful. Like, not and awful. it was their first try, you know, it was their first out the gate, like coming really up. really big swing and they, they knocked yeah. it out of the park. So, so. Uh, I think right, we've got to move on before Jeff kills himself here. So, um, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, before I am before so, his heart explodes. I am so overwhelmed with joy that you guys are discussing this very Yeah, I doubt that. Thing. I just, I, I can, I can feel it and, uh, and see it. About. I love it. Put a bullet uh, in my heart and tell me about bullet Speaking trades. of seeing it, that's a segue. I'm a professional. Oh, uh, man. How is Tim wishes train. he could do that. He could do ah, it that Tim's well. way. Tim, Tim's way better at it than me. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I have it here, Jeff, right here at the documents here. Uh, you, you watch Bullet Train, uh, the new Brad Pitt movie that uh, he it's a it's a hunky uh, boy uh, in love with a girl movie, right? <laughs> no, not at all. No? Not even kind of. OK, <laughs> not even a little bit. Uh, this is an ensemble action. Is it fair to call it mystery? There's some mystery elements. This is an action movie. It's uh, the ensemble is pretty deep uh, and thick. That's what she said. Uh, it's got you got Brian Tyree Henry in it. You got Aaron Taylor Johnson. Other three other three named actors. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, that's Quicksilver. He didn't see that coming. You didn't see that coming. Coming. You got Joey King in there. The dude from Warrior, whose name I can never remember. The lead guy. Um, oh, he's in this. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the, of course the Japanese guy from Westworld, who again, whose name I can I think his last name's. So I, I sadly uh, always call him Yu-Gi-Oh because that's his name in the Last Samurai. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's in it too. He plays the guy from Warrior's dad. Um, and uh, Michael Shannon shows up. Uh, there's some great cameos too from like. There's some crossover, not the same characters, but there's some crossover actors that show up from the Lost City in this movie, and it feels like they were maybe shooting yeah. those movies like on the same lot or something because they kept yeah, showing yeah. up in each Show other's movies. Show yeah, my movie? Brad Pitt's like, I'm gonna go do that movie. Hey, 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 Brad Pitt. Hey. I'm Brad Pitt. Uh, <laughs> that's a good. That's a very that's good Brad Pitt. In fact, can you good. edit that out? Can we edit that? <laughs> uh, yeah. Just hey, edit everything just... I'm saying out. <laughs> uh, note to editor. Can we? <laughs> Um, it's a really fun uh, zany action movie. It's kind of got this like visual flair to it, where uh, you know it's all the action, or pretty much most of the movie takes place on this on this bullet train in Japan, and every car. Hey, has that's its the own. name of the movie. That's the name of the movie. It sure is, sir. <laughs> uh, it's it's the prop. So it's every the main car, prop. every car, or at least there's a couple cars that have like their own theme going on. Like one of them is like uh has like a mascot in it from like a japanese uh, yeah, uh i've seen that on the uh, show poster and and like uh it's like a big fluffy outfit and 
Brad Pitt, the first time Brad Pitt encounters it, he's got a briefcase in his hands and the, the mascot's trying to take the briefcase. Uh, and so he, there's this visual of him punching the mascot and it's, it's a big floofy mascot outfit. So sure. it's like his fist like punching air basically. Sure. I love it. I love it. It's such Good a great visual, visual. and the you hear floof. like, it. like <laughs> it's so good. I'm here uh, there's it. so many great comedic beats like that too, but but at the same time, it's not humor that you can't predict. You know, like it's a lot of it feels very uh, not safe because it is an R-rated movie, but it, it feels like something that they kind of went for the easy joke, and sometimes it lands extremely well, and sometimes you're like, all right, like I, yeah, you see characters standing there too long talking, something's gonna happen to them. They're gonna either get hit by a car. Sure. Get sure. stabbed, you know. If they start monologuing, just expect something to happen to their head. I don't, I don't know. I'm <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, they do some of that stuff, that predictable, formulaic stuff in action comedies. But it is still uh, very entertaining. Um, and, and the story gets a little convoluted, but that's only because they're Tarantinoing the situation a little bit. Where mm. they go, oh man, uh, I remember that guy from back in Bolivia, and then it cuts to. There's a flashback in Bolivia, and it's very like hyper quick edited, and and it, it, but it's like it's not quick edited, like a Michael Bay movie where it's intentionally the entire movie and all the action sequences. It's like a it's it's supposed to be like stylistic and like uh, sure you know kind of kind of like a smoke. It reminded me of Smoke and Aces a little bit, like how I was they would say, Smoke so and Aces, aces yeah. is the vibe I get when I watch a trailer for this. Yeah, exactly. Like if, you, if you were to tell me this was a spiritual successor to Smoking Aces, I'd be like, okay, yeah. Is, yeah, yeah. is it the same director? No. It's, it's a director a Deadpool of Atomic Blonde. Yeah. Okay. Deadpool 2 director, yeah. And yeah, Atomic Blonde. Yeah, and yeah, in, in the Atomic Blonde side of him shows up for this movie more than the Deadpool 2 director, I will say. Actually, it's a good combination of both because uh, the humor is very similar to Deadpool 2. Um, I was hoping so. I was and, hoping was uh, it, but it's not as funny. I, w- I wouldn't say it's as funny, but the humor is there, like Deadpool 2. And the visual style and some of the like ne- bright neon cars and stuff, very reminiscent of Atomic Blonde. Yeah. Um, there's one car too, or at least there's one period of time in one car where it's, it's supposed to be quiet from midnight to 6 a.m. And that's when Brad Pitt and Brian Tyree Henry start like fighting each other and stuff, and they're trying to do it all quiet. It's so freaking funny. Sure. I love it. Uh, they showed some of that in the trailer, but it goes on way longer, and it's 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 so fu- man, it's very funny. Uh, and Brad Pitt's character is uh, he's a snatch and grab type, uh, you know, contract, uh, not killer necessarily, but. He's killed some people before uh, sure. when the job calls for it. So he's kind of like everybody on the train that is present is basically an assassin. Just, I guess, kind of going with that knowledge. Uh, and uh, so he but he's trying to reform a little bit. He's been studying a lot of like uh, uh, like Zen crap and like yoga and stuff like he's trying to center himself. So like. It's funny out. to have it's funny to have that type of personality in this environment where especially when like uh, Bad Bunny, who's a rapper, by the way, and nobody here listens to him. Uh, <laughs> why would you? He's Spanish. No. He's like the biggest one of the biggest like musicians, period, for like Mexican, like Hispanic speaking sure. people like uh, gets so many hits on Spotify. But anyway, he shows up and starts attacking Brad Pitt and Brad Pitt's fighting him and he's like. I don't even know you. It's so fu- it's such a great yeah, fight. Funny. And I'm he's trying to be that. chill the whole time too, and be like, "This is not cool. I don't even know you." Like, and the the guy's like, "Yeah, I'm trying to get you. I'm trying to get. I'm getting my, my, my revenge on you." He's making this big speech about how he's the hero of the story, trying to kill Brad Pitt. <laughs> and Brad Pitt's like, "I don't. I, who are you, bro? Like, I don't. It's yeah. such a great fight. Um, I'm here for it." And then the and then it ends very comically. Uh, there's man, I, I this is my type of action comedy movie. Like mm. it's yeah, it's good, man. It's it's like the gray man 
type action. The, the action's a little better and the comedy's a little better than Gray Man. But I was going to say, visually, this looks like something that's just more fun to watch. I think yeah, maybe just because of the so. colors and the setting. And, but like... and the, the cameos just don't stop. Like, you'll be like, it'll be like 30 minutes. And every 30 minutes, there's somebody, some cameo or maybe even 20 minutes. There's some cameo or some actor that shows up that wasn't in the movie before. That you're yeah. like, holy crap, they're in this too? Like, it's just... It's pretty crazy how how deep that cast goes. It's 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 great. Uh, good good job, David Le- Leach. I think his last name is. Yeah, Light, Lee, that's, that's how I pronounce it. Yeah. I don't um, know that's right. Yeah, good for him, man. I think he scored he another two uh, recently with like another ensemble cast. Can't remember what it is, but um, I'll watch anything he does at this point because I know he helped with the first John Wick. Uh, yep. Speaking of segues, uh, and uh, John Wick. And now he's doing Atomic Blonde, or he did Atomic Blonde, Deadpool 2. He did uh, Hobbs and Shaw. We don't talk about that. Uh, and then he produced Nobody. Um, I could swear he was announced for another movie. It might have been a um, it might have been a Will Smith movie, but obviously that's kind of not going that far. Uh, so he's going to direct some movie for Universal Pictures starring Ryan Gosling. I don't know if it's a action movie or not, a stuntman drama, whatever. I thought there was something else coming out for him. Anyway, that's it. And he uh, he did, like I said, he helped out with the first John Wick. So uh, somebody here see the John so Wick. So has someone here seen John Wick lately? I don't know. I'm just uh, uh, probing here. Speaking of Smoke and Aces, which Common is in the second one. So. He is. He is. Um, Smoke and Aces, great movie, by the way. I yeah, love that movie. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Huge fan. Huge fan of that movie. Great yeah. movie. Um, also a, a pretty, uh, awesome, uh, ensemble cast, right? Yeah, I, that's, I remember I'm that telling all you, sorts bullet, of bullet train, yeah. everything you said about bullet train. I was like, this is just the, the new, this is this generation smoking aces. I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. And you know um, what? Chris, even, uh, Chris Pine was in that movie before he was like a famous guy. Like it's yeah, just, he was, he was one of the, uh, yeah, brothers, one of right? the brothers. Yep. Yeah. The Tremor, Tremor brothers. All right. So hold on. Could you, um, could you just ask, uh, could you ask me again if I've watched, uh, the John Wick, uh, two and three? Has anyone here seen, uh, John Wick, maybe two or three? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, man, I was... People keep asking me if I'm back. Well, I'm back. Well, I'm back. Oh man. Um. Yeah. I mean, th- these movies, like you guys had said, it's just they're just so much fun. I do. Um. And I do like the third one more than the second one. I definitely. I, I think, think Jeff. Most I think. People do. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, okay. I do. Right. Yeah. Um. There's definitely. Um. Just a there's like a there's like a kinetic energy with the third one that the second yeah, yeah. one didn't quite have, um, but it was still a really good fun movie. Two, um, two has a lot of really great set pieces. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. there's a lot of lulls in between those set pieces there that are, aren't right. as interesting, and I feel like the third movie maybe handles those lulls better because yeah, they don't yeah, yeah. feel like lulls; they feel like necessary moments of gathering your breath. So yeah, yeah, taken yeah, away yeah. immediately. Yeah, again. like when he goes to the doctor at the beginning, when he's yeah, talking with, but uh, it's like that's like a three minute scene when he's like, preparing he's got... the con at the Continental with those guys, yeah. like if they're talking it's, about their plan. It's like it's clearly thing. building up to something else. That's right, the yeah. thing I like about the second one a lot. They have the gun sommelier there, or they have just the sommelier. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. And like oh, that's yeah, yeah, my yeah. favorite scene in maybe all three movies is where he's like, Peter I need something. Sarah Finnewitz, I think. Yeah, yeah. I I need something robust. He's like, ah, robust. Yes, like actually talking like it's wine. Like it's. So amazing! It's one. It's my favorite scene in the entire yeah, series. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's um, one of the that's one of the better uses of low moments in the second movie. I think again, mm-hmm. I think we're all in agreement that the third movie handles that a little better. Yeah. But that <laughs> whole section of the second one is really awesome. Like, so he does he does that whole thing to go to that like party, which is in like some like ancient Rome like 
ruins or whatever and he's and he's leaving guns in all these strategic places because he knows he's like yeah i'm gonna be right here and obviously grab that gun right at that moment right i'm just i just know that's gonna happen so um, yeah he's planning it out you know absolutely he's he's creating the Um, scene but like the music that there's like a concert going on and i kind of was digging the music too but then like once shit hits the fan like he's shooting to like the beat of the music and it's just really kinetic like yeah it's just really bombastic and um he gets that shotgun out and starts blowing up. Oh these my God, these, dude. Yes. And it's yes. like, again, like this is the second, like that, that scene's amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, the way that he's um, using that shotgun and just like, again, he's cocking it to the beat of the music yeah. too. Like, you know, it's just, it's great, dude. It's super Um, good. But like, yeah, I, I like, I like this. So these, it kind of really feels like these are two halves of a whole movie. Cause it's like the second one ends and then the third one starts and it's like, it's just boom. It's like, he's right just, there. he's like running because like something yeah, happened. And they're, and they're and, literally counting down to still right. counting down to the thing that the second one like dropped off. Yeah. Ex, yeah. Excommunicado. Yeah. yeah Excommunicado. Um, just say excommunicated. Just say, just, yeah. just say, <laughs> no, 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 it's not cool. they're, they're wearing 19, you know, fifties <laughs> diner dress girls. Like yeah. they're going to be fucking weird about it the entire movie. But like, it's just so <laughs> frantic in that bit, in that yeah. first like half hour, dude, it's just like, it's like how did he how did he just not pass out from like obviously the dude's exhausted from the stuff that was happening before and two and then he goes into three and he's like the chasing is happening and it's just like it's just freaking it and then he's he's got that fight in that room with all the knives too (laughs) oh Oh, and the third one at the very beginning (laughs) that scene is so good it's one of my favorite action sequences of all time because it's comical and like brutal and uh and just really well orchestrated but like they start breaking in like the glass and yeah, throwing yeah. knives at each other, and <laughs> yeah, like yeah. they're using like you know henchmen to like it was you know like his body bag. It's just it's as, so as soon amazing. as he walked into the room, I'm like, oh man, there's yeah. a fight here. Oh, absolutely. So, so, oh, the one where he's like throwing the knives that it keeps yeah. on hitting like in between yeah. the guy's legs until it finally hits him in the groin, and you're just like, you know, it's coming, but you're still like, ah! and then he throws I, it right at his head, and I think that's the dude, end of the fight. Like, yeah, well, was good. I was I was gonna say the the <laughs> angle the angle of that too is so sick because it's like so the the guy's like sitting here and Keanu's all the way down the hall and like the camera is like off to the side and you just see it flying like from yep. this perspective towards you but like at it, like it's just like that's a what makes the cinematography awesome so like, top notch compared to other action movies like yeah because he knows exactly where to put the camera as a stunt person because yep, the director is yep. a former stunt man he right. knows how to film the action to make it like watchable from like from the angle from the audience's perspective you can understand the geography of everything that's happening yeah in, yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. Um, it's just so freaking good, man. Um, and just like, Ugh. I think you, I think you guys said too, like, just like the unintentional humor of like certain moments. Like, so he fights that bald guy at the end. Right. And, and they're kind of just like sitting side by side, you know, obviously you, you know, what's happening there. And, and the guy's just like, oh man, that was, that was a really was a good, good fight. fight. Yeah. That was a good fight. Right? <laughs> I love and, him. And Keanu's Mark, like, Mark the yeah. in the third movie is so amazing. Cause he's got so much respect for John Wick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a uh, fanboy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's Those the thing is that the, the two guys were even bigger fanboys. I like that a lot. Oh yeah, uh, they the like helped him guys. Up. Yeah, they like, it's, him an, up it's an honor point. to fight you, John. You know, <laughs> yeah. I love and that. They, so and I love then they that go to help from the raid guys. Like, I just that yeah, was yeah so, the raid so guys. Cool. Yeah. They re- it really made that scene pop, you know. And yeah, and Mark Dacosta is sitting there. I'll catch up with you, John. I'm gonna just sit here for a second. Yeah, I'm just sit here for a second. But I like the way that he Keanu delivers that. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, sure. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. Yeah. These are your last words, so yeah, Different sure. kind of yeah, yes. you know? 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, that, that, there's just a lot of great moments in in these two movies. You know, I like the yeah. in, in the second movie, him and Common having that like uh, silencer fight where they're yeah, like shooting dude, silencers oh at each other. Yes. That's a great scene. Uh, it's so up. it's so casual. And like, if you know anything about guns, like silencers are very loud. It sounds <laughs> sure, like you know what sure. it sounds like. It sounds like a gunshot going off, uh, <laughs> even with the silencer on. But like, it doesn't matter. Like you 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 just like. Right. It's the style of the scene of, well, of it just being funny, you know, and just and just seeing like but even just random people getting shot and just like debris going up right. everywhere. But like it, it's just it's funny, you know. Like, it happens often in the in like there are there are moments where like Keanu will come up to somebody and like he'll just like I swear there was uh, one shot I I think it was the one where like he just kind of grabs somebody and he like slices their throat, but it's like in a crowded area and everyone's just still walking like it's yeah. like what like how is no one acknowledging this man just crap and just slice his throat? People like, are just, in their own world. Like you, I don't. I, I, I bet I bet he would get away with it to be honest. Sure, yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not anything to like think too much on. It's just funny. Um, yeah, it is super yeah. funny because and, a, a lot of this stuff is very public and it's just yeah, like yeah, this, yeah. <laughs> this world is just happening on top of it. You know? Right. And, uh, um, yeah, they're not they're not, you know, super thinkers or anything. These these movies aren't like kind of like making you make you be like, oh, you know, I'm pondering this. thing. They're just super fun. Just yeah. like the, the cinematography is fantastic. I mean, the uh, guy like rides a horse and like kills people with katanas in this movie. Sure. You know? it's, it's not sure. you're not showing up to like, yeah, like yeah. you said, like really, uh, you know, bring your Shakespearean, you know, no. uh, because <laughs> you know, people on this. people bust Keanu's chops about his acting, and it's like, listen, man, whatever. Like the, the bottom Keanu line is, Keanu knows how to turn it up when he turns it up. Like, yeah, you know, absolutely. He, I, I feel like he he does know how to act. It's just uh, a lot of times he's asked to play Joe Everyman's, you know, and so sure, sure. his subdued stuff is the thing that everyone makes fun of. But like when right, he delivers right, stuff, right. like, yeah. Yeah. I love it. I don't know. That's, that's Keanu to me. I mean, know? at least they're, I, these I, that's why I bought to... the ticket, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This movie, these movies are playing to his strengths and his weaknesses. So. Yeah. Right. Right. Big right, time. Right, right. Big time. Yeah. Um, uh, we're leaning I, into it and kind of making it not a parody, but like, yeah. An homage uh, to his weaknesses. An homage, yeah, an homage yeah. with slight, slight satirical elements. They're, they're, they're like winking at it a little bit. Yeah. I feel like there's some nudging for sure. Yeah. But um, yeah, just shout out to like Morpheus just being here, and like now we're going into the fourth one. It's he's like, so dude, I, top. I'm so, so over the top. I'm so pumped. It, it, this. It's like they just told him, it's like you know, you know how you did Morpheus, do that at times ten. Remember like, the re- speech you gave yeah. Zion? Yeah, You're at do like that eleven in every line sure. constantly, <laughs> but like do it breathy too. Yeah, oh, John. <laughs> Dude, I swear to John Wick. I swear to God, if 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 he doesn't say machines in the fourth one, I'm oh, I'm man. burning everything. Yeah, at this point, if Carrie Ann Moss doesn't show up, I'm yeah, walking. yes, yes, you know, absolutely, like, at, at absolutely. Point, at this point, she has to show up. You know, absolutely. she didn't. She got into Matrix shape to at least deliver one kick in that movie. You can now let's let's take yeah. that shape. Let's put her in John Wick. You know. Yeah. You know what? Absolutely. Why not just have her fly in in the last movie, in the last scene, and just go, "Oh, Neo, it's time. The simulation's over. It's time to go." And then <laughs> sure. it's boom. It's they're all Matrix movies. It was all Matrix the background movies. Changes. You were watching Matrix all along, everybody. <laughs> uh, and you said the Matrix sucks, so you're suck stupid. On, suck on that. <laughs> <laughs> I and don't then know, he flies man. away. Just, uh, I don't know, man. The actions in re- and, and resurrections. I don't know, man. You know. Oh, oh. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's just. Yeah. You can only see him do this for so. No, he just does this over and over again. Oh, I don't know. And now, and now she's the one. Also, oh yeah, okay. Woke culture. Uh, 
Uh, anyways, I'm really glad you like uh, John Wick. You'll be able to yeah, watch four awesome. with the rest of us now, like yes, more, like awesome. a normal human being. Um, you were the <laughs> only theaters. person on earth to not see these movies. So I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna give it like two years until I see the fourth. <laughs> oh, whatever. If that's what you're fine, whatever. If you don't see it in the theater you opening out, night, you are kicked off this podcast. I look. Listen, I don't make the I, rules except I, I just hate made pe- them, but, I know. hate people. I hate people and. Theaters are full of people, so. I'm not a huge yeah. fan either. Um, Trust me, as a person who is part of people, I, I don't like it either, so we're good. All right, we're on the same page. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, we're best friends. Guys listening, we're best friends. All of us are best friends. Uh, just one yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, uh, no, I mean, <laughs> let's down. So, super uh, fun movie. Super so, fun movie. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm, glad, I'm glad you liked them. I'm glad you caught up. That's super awesome. Uh, any reason to talk about those movies. Uh, again, they are the cornerstone of what modern day action is, in my opinion. And everyone who's like a anti-gun you know, gun person or whatever who like takes it out on these movies. Dude. Uh, you know, you're pointing your, you're pointing your anger at the wrong thing. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is just a movie, so uh, yeah. You know, shout out it, to the gun scenes, dude. And I, I don't think it glorifies anything about gun culture or anything like that. I think I think it's just uh, makes it makes everything look dangerous. These movies make pencils look dangerous. So yeah, I mean, yeah. I am <laughs> he uses a pencil. He kills someone with a he pencil. Kills so he kills somebody with people. a book. <laughs> he kills so many people with things that shouldn't kill people. <laughs> the um, so yeah. Yeah, that's a, the uh, he plays some abs too. Yeah. Um, Jesus. He was a big fan. Big fan. Yeah. I um, mean, again, it's exaggerated. It's whatever. I mean, like, how many movies in existence have guns in it? Like, who cares? I I, I do this all the time. I was like, well, you can't say you like Star Wars or Star Trek or anything. Like, you don't. If you don't like guns, uh, you have to cascadingly not like guns across the board. You can't pick and choose. Yeah. Uh, so, but they will. Uh, yeah, but they will. Don't go watch war movies. You're not allowed to like those guns. Um, yeah. Anyways, don't anyways, watch gun everybody. Documentaries. Not allowed to like them. Guns. Guns are uh, in the gun documentary. To, to avoid a, a Twitter canceling adjacent conversation that is the gun control problem, I'm gonna move us on to a movie that has very little guns. Jeff and I saw it called Prey. Oh sure, you're yeah. not wrong. The only person that had guns were, I mean, they were kind of like makeshift guns that the Predator had that from his yeah. advanced alien. And there were some tra- there's some trappers there that had some guns, but you know, like, yeah. uh they're powder. You know, oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Count. When, when, when we finally count. did get uh, a different, uh, uh, I'm trying uh, to spoil what happens in the movie. You see that? You see that in the movie? Though, the trailers, though. Like you see, you see the. You do? Movies. Yeah, yeah. You see? Oh. because I, I remember them going. I was like, oh. What people, the real enemy. What I remember people saying that watching the colonizers. Yeah. <laughs> colonizers ruin it for everyone. Um, anyways, guys, we're talking um, about prey. This is a this is a sequel slash prequel to Predator. Maybe you've oh, heard okay. of it. Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, he uh, yeah. started yeah, one yeah, of those. Yeah, yeah. Danny Glover, I don't know. You guys heard of him? He's cool no. for this shit. Nope. Uh, he fought a predator. Uh, Adrian Brody, he was a penist. Uh, he uh, he was a penist. He he fought a predator. Yeah, uh, big, and my understanding is that Adrian Brody's a big pianist too. Uh, <laughs> huge, huge pianist. I've heard things, yeah. Um, anyways, uh, it's been a long time since anyone has seen it. Oh, and Olivia Munn was in a Predator movie with uh, one of the Key and Peele dudes. Uh, oh yeah, that was the last one, right? That <laughs> yeah, one was yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, there there's some nice homages to like comic book readers and stuff like that, you know. Mm. But like, I don't know who the hell that movie was for, to be honest. So. <laughs> Uh, because well, like I, I enjoyed parts of it, but like that's because I grew up reading a lot of Predator like stuff. Sure, so it's sure. like, hey, look, there's dogs. They have those dogs that they use in the comics, you know. And but that movie was awful. Uh, so I I did not know that, and I had said this in the chat. I was like, oh, this is a movie. I I don't in my head I thought show yeah. because because of Hulu. Because it's Hulu. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That makes so, sense. I, but I it's feel a movie. that. 
So it is a movie. It feels like a movie. Uh, it feels very high budget. It feels like yeah. we're getting away with something. Watching this one at, at home, to be honest, um, I don't I feel would, like anything. Yeah, I, I would have thought. I would have seen this if this were showing in theaters the same night as Bullet Train Thursday night. I would have seen Prey over mm. Bullet Train. Like I would have uh, yeah. easily seen this movie in a movie theater. Like it's yeah, just yeah. This was real, no brainer. This no was brainer. a real visual experience for me. Yeah, uh, a lot, a lot of revenant Dude, vibes in terms of like the sound design oh, has okay. to be immaculate in a movie theater. I oh, the, the sound was so good, and the music was amazing. There's yeah. multiple times where the music swells up, and I'm like, oh boy, this this is a real movie. That people spent money on this. Like right, it, it right. wasn't generic, you know, canned, you know, B-roll like Batgirl. Um. <laughs> Hey, we'll get too to soon. That. Too we're soon. Gonna, we're gonna get to that, my friend. Uh, Sorry, too. But soon. yeah, I I I really enjoyed this movie a lot. I've seen it twice already. I oh wow! It, I thought it was fantastic. It's been a long time since anyone's had a Predator movie that like you could just watch and go, yeah, I got no notes. I got no notes on that. Yeah, other than, same wow. Uh, even Predators, which I really like with Adrian Brody and right, right. Uh, Spider Boy Venom. Uh, was it Topher Grace? That seventy shows kid. Like, that, yeah, movie has, that, that movie had a, that movie had a wild. <laughs> that movie had a wild cast to it. You know, like yeah, it had yeah. some really good things working for it. But there was still you were like, mm, you know, like they kind of dropped the ball in some moments. You know, um, and all the AVP movies are awful. I literally have no <laughs> notes for this movie. Uh, hmm. They made a better movie than the movie that I had in my head. Uh, which, wow. remember, we all do that. And we all put things yep. on pedestals and we all have better visions of things in our head. This oh, this superseded Kyle's brain. You know what I mean? Like, in terms yeah. of, like, what I wanted from a Predator movie. Um, and just the amount of uh, practical effects that were going on in this movie, even though you know, there's plenty of CG going on. But, like, everything looks good. You know, like... Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, even the, the, predator, anim- the predator himself looked they kept that practical uh, yep. for the most part yeah um and so like it's a guy in a suit it's a giant guy in a suit and they, i feel like they killed that like his i loved his helmet um that yeah, felt like yeah, very same. true to like that era of the world like so that was kind of cool to yeah. see that the alien culture was kind of changed their look over time too yeah uh, they were they were growing as well yeah, yeah exactly so like yeah there's like little things like that and i just man it's like it's a it's like the two characters that we're mainly following, which is uh, the main girl. Uh, I forget her character's name, played by Amber Midthunder, who was in Legion. Yeah. Um, we're following her and Predator, more or less. I mean, he's pretty much the second character. Um, yeah, he is. Yeah, and he is his behavior is getting more and more angry and like, and he's getting more like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Impulsive with his actions. And she is getting more patient and learning from her mistakes as like a hunter. So yeah. I found that to be like yeah. that juxtaposition to be super freaking interesting. But to they're watch. both on, and this is not a this is not a spoiler, I don't think. But like it, it, they're both on a same journey where you know, yeah. as we know, predators come to Earth to hunt. You know, and I think yeah. this might be the first predator to ever come here because he's scanning and observing everything what's the pecking order here you know so it's mm-hmm. like ah oh, this mouse kills this ant but this rattlesnake kills this mouse so it's the apex predator out of this trifecta of animals you know what i mean ah uh, but what kills the snake you know so it's like he's going up the list of kills and stuff like that trying to find the apex predator on the on on the on the thing but the comanches you know they have their own uh way of life where it's a hunter has to hunt something that's hunting them for them to be graduated as a real hunter so they're both going through the same story, the predator right, and the right. main girl, you know, and it's a mirrored story uh, of these two hunters hunting hunters, you know, and uh, yeah, and there and there's a lot of really cool, uh, you know, uh, shots of just how things like how the predator handles something and they'll kind of transition to how like the girl is handling something, and they're very similar, even though they might be. Hmm. 
generations of technology apart, like there's still a lot of similarities there of how they're right. like uh, taking care of their their, their stuff, uh, you know, of their of their issues and everything. But it was, I mean, it's it's interesting this movie how much personality they gave the actual predator. I can't remember that ever happening before. Granted, yeah, no. uh, there are many predator gaps in my knowledge. Like I don't, I haven't seen Predator Two, Predators, the one. No, with the, ne- uh, they've never had like a personality. Brody, I, I don't think you know. I haven't seen AVPs, so like I don't I don't really know what that's like either. But, but yeah, this one felt like he had a lot of personality in terms of like how he was handling his food, which is not really food. It's like how he was like killing his prey. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how showy he was getting at some points, and how confident he—a little too confident—that like yep. you could feel him getting more you, you, agitated the more he was getting one up a little bit uh, with each encounter. Lord, he, he was getting so mad. He was like, yeah. you know, so he would be an adolescence. You know, he'd be a coming of age, you know, person, and like in that community, in the predator community. So it's like, mm. and it's showing that that like, while might she might be a little more patient and mature. He's a little more immature, you know, and uh, impulsive, like like uh, like Jeff was saying, you know. So uh, yeah. again, the the parallels in this in this movie between the predator culture and what we know of Comanche uh, nation culture, you know, was really yeah. cool to see those parallels. Such a that. refreshing movie on the Comanche perspective. Like uh, we only really ever get one version of that story, and it involves Kevin Costner befriending some tribes. Yeah, that's, sure. you know, that's really right. the kind of version of this story. We this only peek into this culture that we tend to get. So, like, I think it's I don't know. I thought it was really fascinating what uh, Dan Trachtenberg and the writers managed to uh, come come out with. Like, it I mean, felt very just, authentic. It did. Know. It felt like they did their homework. And um, even though, I mean, you know, granted, they were speaking English, but sometimes they threw in genuine Comanche and there is a Comanche dub. Um, I, I, I don't know. I felt like all the ritualistic stuff didn't it felt practi- practical if that makes sense like it felt like something that they that would or might still do like i mean yeah. mm-hmm. they didn't feel like crazy savages or whatever the you know sure. the, yeah that, that was that's the thing that hollywood nice. tends to do with with comanche you know you, like right. you see this tribe uh ingenuitive and smart and living yeah. you know like in in a way that i feel is a good way to represent uh you mm-hmm. know uh, a, 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 you know this this tribe you know so they weren't savages i kind of like how we were talking about in the chat like they were right. intelligent people who knew how to live off the who were masters of living in the do, in the domain that they were in so yeah uh which and also then it really of, wasn't until the french a-holes showed up that you started to see some <laughs> savagery from humans like and that's the other thing is like that's yeah. uh, Europeans, you, man. you also never get to understand anything that they're saying because they're the true aliens of that land, you know. So like yeah. you never never see any like English uh, uh, translations from them. So uh. even if you even if you have the subtitles on, the subtitles are in French. I had the um, subtitles on just in case. Yeah. 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 French, so French, so French, I thought French, that was French. a real uh, that, yeah. and that, that's like the level of detail in this movie that that I find so attractive to me is it's mm. like even that where it's like it's trying to convey to you that like. Hey, the one thing that may look familiar to you, these whiteies, they're still yeah. the most foreign thing oh, in this yeah, entire yeah, movie, yeah. To these worlds. So we're going to keep them in their native land, and you're never going to understand what they're saying because they're so foreign to this world and this story and everything like that. It's so are we really to, good detail, you know? Are we to understand that those bear traps were theirs? Because I would Yeah, I would say so. Okay. Yeah, because they're something trapped. out of metal that wouldn't be something that Comanche made. No, they. Uh, that's what she even like looks at it inquisitively whenever she's like taking it off the dog, you know. You're right. Yeah. So yeah, th- those those were all the trappers from uh, the traps from the trappers. Yeah. Yeah. I love. Yep. By the way, the bear scene is just killer. That justifies the entire movie to me. Like just that. Yeah. Oh, that was so. Again, great. another uh, moment of just like wow, like 
we've seen a lot of really bad CG lately, guys. And this yeah. is not this is not <laughs> no. this is not one of those. Does this top the uh, DiCaprio like, bear scene? It's 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 in, it's on the levels of intensity, I would say. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the revenant. I don't know, man. That's a tough one because that scene. I mean, that's like, that scene is 13 minutes long, and the bear keeps coming back, and you're like, yeah, yeah. stop coming back. Like, it's it's this is a more this is a yeah. more condensed version of that, but like yeah, there's exactly. visual aspects of it where you're yeah. just like, wow, this was really worth the price like of admission. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's. I yeah, think and, that's I, and I love the scene too where she she runs with her brother. They're running across the field together. Uh, or, or one of her tribesmen. I don't it was think a it was tribesman, brother. yeah. It, wasn't a it was just a tribesman. And they were running across the field together away from the Predator. And, and all you can see is like a, a, like a, it's almost like a drone shot. An aerial shot, yeah. Of, yeah, an aerial shot of them running in the grass. And you see the weeds, uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, separating as they're running. And then you just see invisible, like, weeds separating much, much faster rate yeah, as it's yeah. coming towards them. And it's clearly the Predator, like, just chasing them. Such a great visual, It was Lost man. World Jurassic Park levels of, like, this is yeah. one of the best long grass scenes ever. Yeah. <laughs> Don't run into the long grass! Not the long grass! Don't run up to the long um, yeah, dude, the, the concept of a, of a, a predator is just terrifying. Just this invisible, assa- sure. like, assassin hunter, whatever, like, just skulking, you know, just sneaking around, like, So, so Dan, Dan Trachtenberg even said uh, they wanted to create uh, a more feral animal uh, yeah. with this version of the predator, because uh, in other versions of it, it always felt like a big... He, he called it a big wrestler in a suit sure. lurking around, which sure, it did sure. feel like that usually. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, that was you know, the 80s movie standard kind of. Yeah. That. And also, like, yeah. you really can't do some of the stuff that you need the Predator to do. So in the first movie, it's alluded to that he travels by trees because that's where he dresses like all of his kills. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, but like, they show that, but yeah. they can't but they can't really show in the 80s a guy jumping tree to tree because they were using sure. practical effects back then. Now you yeah. can really show how this Predator moves around and it's way more animalistic and feral and stuff like that um, to the point where you would, you know, like. The Comanches, like, they're they're pretty weirded out that this thing is here, but they're not overly weird. Like, you know, they just think that it's, like, some weird animal. You know, yeah, that just exists thing, in the world, you know? yeah. Yeah, 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 you know, so it's, which like... Which is terrifying, uh, yeah. Which is, which is pretty cool. Like, it's it, it's not shaking them, which which, yeah. is, which is really cool. So now you have, like, really good, what I would call red shirts that are, you know, here for the fodder oh, yeah. editor. And, but, and like, they do still, the, but the they're still, like, a real... They do the trophy yeah. thing I mentioned in Bullet, Bullet Train, where it's, like... Uh, uh, somebody will be making a big speech, and you're like, oh, "You're about to get your face bitten off, dude!" Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, daggers are about to come yeah. from your chest here any second. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what's so cool about like them choosing this time frame too. It's just the the sort of mi- minimalistic, like the weaponry right. and and it's all that been going against predator. Even the predator's weaponry is rifles and stuff. It's all rifles, yeah. like yeah. every single one of them. Even um, the predator so stuff is a lot more, you know, like he doesn't have laser-based weapons. His tri- like his mm. triangle thing, like they're like harpoons, you know, and stuff like okay. that. So it's it's not even like a laser-based yeah, weapons yeah, yeah. yet, you know. So uh, even even they're more primitive, and they're wearing bone. Like it's not even a metal helmet. Like it's a right, bone helmet, right. you know. Like it's uh, it's interesting to see that the predators, you know, were were that much, you know, less. Uh, uh, advanced, you know, at this point in time as well. So, or maybe, um, or maybe it's because he's younger, so he doesn't have all, so he doesn't get to like have the more advanced stuff. Younger, like ours is, like ours. Yeah, was, yeah. Okay, movies. okay. Yeah, and they're just evolving a little quicker than us. Yeah, but we were evolving sure. quick too. We went from bow and arrows to cars, you know. So, and you know what? Uh, that was one of my favorite yes. aspects of the movie too. Was like seeing her like on the run. She would like make a bow, or to see her, or her, or the tribe, like they had a downed tribesman, and they came over and just made a stretcher. Yeah, out of, out of trees and yeah, whatever. Like they just the ingenuity. You see a lot I of ingenuity. That. You see yeah. that a lot in this movie from like 
specifically from the Comanche's perspective, uh, because that's their culture. Their culture is so in touch with nature, and like, of right, course, they're going right, to know right. how to do that. They have to know how to do that. Nope. Uh, so, whereas Predator is just kind of there with his weapons to kick ass by himself, invisible. Yeah. Like, and yeah, that's enough. Well, and that, and that, that was the other thing is that like there would be stretches of 15, 20 minutes where like it was just only the Native American stuff, and like, and then like the Predator would show up. I was like, oh yeah, we're watching a Predator movie. This is not just, <laughs> this is not right. just a really, this right. is not just a really competent Native American Comanche story. Because yeah. like there would be moments where I was just lost in just that portion of the right, story, right, you know, right, right. and. Uh, and that, then it would snap. It would snap too. You'd hear that. That definitely yeah, speaks you know, to the movie, yeah. though, because you literally just found that interesting. It, it literally took you out of like actually the sci-fi yeah, of what, you know. It's a sci-fi yeah, movie, like absolutely. Uh, I did love and, watching the the moments too, where the predator was like thinking about what he was going to do next. Like he's yeah. in the middle of having somebody in a very vulnerable position, where he can easily just take off their head, and he like hears something and stops, and like there's mm. there's thoughts going through his head. Oh, yeah, sure. yeah. So, yeah, you're, you're, you're watching the mechanisms of the monster characterization it's, of a it's an hour and 35 minutes yeah. you know what i mean it's a really? very it's not, short movie all? yeah oh, i think it's yeah. an hour i think it's like an hour 40 with credits you know Absolutely. so wow. that's what makes it a masterpiece honestly. i'm gonna i'm gonna watch it's it one time this, then. i'm gonna watch i think i think it's absolutely amazing it's one of my favorite movies of the year i'm it's, almost it's bummed out that it's not coming in theaters so they can't like make some money off of it because i mean it's like it's gonna rely on people having me to, too I, I hope that that's not the message that gets learned from this so it's like well sure, sure, you know sure. like people are talking about it but we didn't make any money off of it so we're not gonna make more because there right. is a mid-credit sequence where you're like oh yeah i want more of this you know okay of this exact thing you talking about the artwork stuff or yeah there's a thing at the end of the artwork where it yeah, alludes yeah. to more stuff going on. <laughs> yep, so. yep. Yeah, so definitely don't let the Hulu counter sure. skip ahead to it the next will thing. Skip, it will skip ahead yeah. and it will cut it off. It will. Yeah, you know? so definitely definitely stick stick actually pay attention to the artwork. It's like it's like primitive uh, you know, almost like caveman cave artwork or something. Cave dweller paintings, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's it's depicting the movie and then it depicts a scene that didn't happen in the movie at the very end. And that's yeah. the is it, is it dinosaurs? Is it dinosaurs? It's dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Yeah, they come it's back. It's Chris Pratt doing this in front of dinosaurs. <laughs> and to you know the what? predator. He does hey. that to the predator. He's hey, like, oh. that's a great thing that didn't happen in this movie. Not once was there anybody like, just put your hand in front of it. Yeah, or not but, once. Just blast it off. Like. Uh, but also, no one also goes, yeah, but Commander Dutch or something. He wasn't trying to, you know. No, it, yeah. It didn't, yeah. We need to go see know, this guy. Dutch. Great, great, great grandfather of Commander <laughs> yeah, Dutch. Exactly. You know, yeah, no, I didn't try and do any of that. There is a really <laughs> nice time. There is a really nice Easter egg that ties to into something, but like, yeah, you know, we can talk about that. There's a line that they say that is like, oh. Oh, that was oh yeah, no, years. there is a very yeah. important line that's important to the saga of, but it like, I've seen this tactic used in other movies, and I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Ghostbusters are really this good. This one was like, so, yeah. When it when he says it, I go, yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, yeah. yeah it's it not like really Ghostbusters good. where it's uh, what was it? Uh, I forgot oh, what the. It was the you tell her, they they make a shout out to like, are you God or whatever, and yeah. and then and then he's, he somebody finally goes, yeah or whatever. There's like a long. <laughs> There's like yeah. a long like speech Man, you guys hate into that a movie. thing. And I, I just hate the nostalgia bait for a nostalgia bait. Like if there's actually like good stuff in that sandwich, in the nostalgia sandwich, I'm I'm game. If you got all the right lettuce sandwiches. Lettuce and pickles and shit, if you got all the right mayo mayo mustard <laughs> I'm game. Y'all picky you, about sandwiches. No, just want to give me being, nostalgia. There's nothing and that's picky it. about not liking a bad movie. You know? yeah. <laughs> so, burn. There's nothing picky about that. Man, if Andrew is listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. Some people were like five out of five or whatever. Uh, I, uh, you know what? I would really lovely. evaluate what you think good is, is if, <laughs> if, if you gave that movie a five out of five. Damn. So, uh, Damn, son. Yeah. Burn. 
I said it. It's no light year, though. It's no light year. No light year today. Guys, hey, you guys, can I just say something? It's no light year. Let's move on to 13 Lives. It says here it's a new Ron Howard flick about the Thai cave rescue on Video Prime. Prime Video, yeah. It's on It's on the Zon, as Kyle and I and our friend JD call it. It's on Amazon Prime. And um, this is uh, about the Thai soccer team that got stuck in a cave after a monsoon type ra- uh, rain uh, fall. Um, mm. So, like, there's actually like a whole, as far as like local Thailand goes, like uh, in in the cave areas, because uh, it's like I think it's at the border of Thailand and some other country. Um, they uh, they basically know that if it's about to, if it's forecasted to rain, they get heavy rains there. So don't go in the caves because they get flooded super fast. Like they get right. flash flooded. People can drown in there. People can die and stuff. So like this was already established. In the, but the soccer team was full of like kids, like <coughs> 11 to 16. The assistant coach was super young, too. He's like 17 or whatever. So like they were just like, ah, they were just kids. They just went into the cave. They were just like, whatever. And uh, so that's what caused them to get stuck in the first place is like they were miles into this cave. Like, not even just, like, oh, get a few Jesus. feet. It's fine. Just swim a few feet. It's not that. It's, like, it took these divers, like, seven to eight hours to swim to them. Like it, Oh, it, wow. Yeah. It, that's how far in the cave they were. I don't know if um, I remember any of this. Oh, really? Yeah, I remember it being in the news for, like, a hot minute, especially after they got uh, saved. That's a, that's a spoiler, I guess. You know, it, they got saved. It's spoiler. fine. Oh, man. <laughs> There's nothing really like better than the end of a story. A bunch of kids dying. Right, a bunch of dead kids. Yeah, a bunch of dead kids at the end of this road. (laughs) I think that's the most interesting part about the movie is like seeing people think they really had to MacGyver this situation. How are we going to get these kids out of there? They can't. They're not professional divers. They're just going to panic when if they get oxygen put on them and they try to swim out for eight hours. That's crazy. We can't do this. So seeing them have to MacGyver, I guess I can't think of any other word to describe it. A situation of like, how do we get these kids miles out of a cave? Right. Uh, because it's going to rain again in like four days. What are we going to do? You know, they actually were running against the clock. It's a very real life story. So, I mean, this happened. You can it, most of us that saw it on the news remember the ending. So that's really not why you're watching this movie. You're watching how did they get to that decision? How did the locals decide to uh, call in these British divers to come in and help? They were professional like divers like they right. weren't even. Didn't Elon Musk help with this, too? I, he might have. He might have given. Mu- oh, no, I remember what. Didn't he, he built call a submarine? Somebody, I thought or something. Didn't he say? Didn't he call somebody involved in the rescue effort a pedophile after they turned down? His yeah, yeah, he, he definitely did that. That's a what? thousand percent happened. Yeah, what? yeah. I was like, this is such an Elon ass thing to do. Oh my god! It's, it's like that guy was getting more accolades for saving these people, and he yeah. was like, "Yeah, well, I heard he fucked kids." You know, like <laughs> what oh, the hell? Why would, you, why would you say that? <laughs> He's such an asshole. Oh what? man. Uh, you're right though. I do remember that. And they, they just get, the thing is they just got the kids out. They were like, it's fine. Uh, we got them out. Yeah. Uh, but, but it was, it was pretty down to the wire, especially cause the kids were in there for, uh, I think a week, eight days. They were in there for a long time without food. And they, Jesus. they, that's when they were finally found, uh, eight days in, but then they had to wait another day for somebody to swim food to them. So, you know, they were in there for a while. Um, and, and uh, yeah, this is a really stressful story, man. Like, especially the way that they filmed, Ron Howard filmed these. Uh, claustrophobic. Photos. The underwaters. Yeah, the yeah. underwater scenes, like. I feel like I have an anxiety attack. Yeah. I mean, because dude. You, you, the caves aren't designed for, I mean, they're not man-made. So, I mean, no. they're not designed for people to just walk through and shimmy. But, like. They, they have to clear spots. <laughs> like, clear out rocks and stuff to make room to swim through. Like, 
I mean, imagine like I mean, because you're just we're just talking, but like eight yeah. hours is a long time. Yeah, <laughs> and, that, yeah. and it's one way. I'm guessing, right? Eight hours that's, into the and think, then yeah, eight hours back. Way. Yeah, I think that's one way. So yeah, like, I think it's like I mean, imagine six, driving six, somewhere. That's for eight, eight hours, hours is like a is like the amount of time I think it took the Thai uh, rescue team of Navy SEALs. Like, that's how long it took them because they have never really been prepared for this type of scenario. Like, sure. they have been prepared, but not for cave diving that requires a different skill set that's why they called in these other divers um so those guys took them it took them like 10 hours to get there and they were like oh we're out of oxygen so one of us has to go back like so like uh that's why they uh kind of resorted to calling these white saviors uh they called in uh (laughs) they called in Viggo Mortensen is playing uh one of the guys uh Colin Farrell's the other guy uh eventually Joel Edgerton comes in as part of the plan to uh sedate all the kids as they swim them out um that ends up, yeah, that ends up being one of, like, the possibilities they throw out there, and then that ends up being what really happened. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> like, uh, the, second, the second you'd be like, hey, wow. we're going to sedate you, and I'm going to swim you out, I'd be like, just let me die here. <laughs> exactly. I'm, not letting, I'm actually not going to let you do that. Yeah. So I'm actually at peace no with kidding. just dying here. Uh, I'd rather I mean, but then you would die in your stuff. sleep, right? So who cares? I let know. them sedate I, you. Yeah, I super. You. No, I su- I'm going to do it on my terms. No way. <laughs> and some, and there were, like, what, so what happens if you don't get the right sedation? levels because yeah, you're, in thir- you're in a third you're in a third world country and and you're I a tall american dude and and you don't you don't get the right yeah, no and kidding. you wake up halfway like through the swim back or whatever i think one actually no there was a kid that woke up so and have a yeah, have a good oh, old Jesus. freak out they yeah. had i'm not i don't want to i don't want to say they had every worst case scenario that happened happened to them but like there were some scenarios that was like oh shit this mask doesn't really fit his face so i have to hold it while i swim him out oh gross, like, dude get out of right? here with all that no way <laughs> yeah. man and then there was, oh, I woke up halfway through, so they checked on him, and they were like, let's give him a little more anesthetic, and, like, uh, that knocked him out. And uh, so, like, those moments do happen. Those those moments Jesus. of tension. That, I'm, and getting that actually a, I'm getting a sweaty butt practice thinking about really all this, happened. Man, I can't. Like, you have to, that's the thing you have to remember with this movie. <laughs> Granted, there's some dramatization with some of the Thai citizens. Right, 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 like, right. It's one of the people that plays the mother of one of the kids and stuff, has drama with the governor, uh, who's making all the shot, uh, calling all the shots. So, like, there's some drama there that they might have inserted, but... For the most part, all the big decisions and how the kids got there and how the kids got out, all of that happened. It's like that's like that's the thing you have to remember watching this movie. That's that's what makes it even crazier. It's like people legitimately did this. Um, this sounds so stressful. I'll make an amendment though. If Aragorn from Lord of the Rings popped out <laughs> and was like, "Come with me, I know how to get you out of here," I probably would go. I believe I trust you. You know, I've. I've... What if he? Uh, what if he turned back to you and was like, "For Frodo." Yeah, for, no, then, no, I, like that was the suicide move in the movie. No, I don't, I don't say that before this. Frodo, that's the suicide. Oh line. man, I just got like near tears and chills at you just saying that because I forgot about that line. <laughs> I forgot about awesome. for Frodo. That's one of the be- like biggest Frodo. earned like battle lines. Period. Dude, like just a small that's little chunk of an like, army and surrounding. And that really uh, is up there with like Avengers Assemble. Like that is sure. so yeah. it, it might top be the tier original, battles battle line. Uh, you know, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, it's just the little the little group there, surrounded by like yeah. all of um, was it Sauron's army? Like, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, one of the greatest movies. Ever. Uh, for real, dude. And uh, yeah, Colin Farrell is uh so good. He's like more of the cheerier one, I guess you could say. Like when they found the kids, he was. There were a couple English-speaking kids, uh, and he was one of the ones assuring them, oh, we're all going to get you out and stuff. And Vigo's character is like the one going, can you not say that? We don't know that we can get them out at all. Like, <laughs> we haven't discussed keeping this it at real. all. Trying to keep it real. Keeping it real. I don't want him saving yeah. me. Uh. 
Yeah, like, you're probably gonna die on the way back. I don't know what to tell you. So like, when Viggo Mortensen call Farrell swim back and tell the town, "Hey, we found them alive." Or actually, they didn't even want to tell the town. Viggo Mortensen was like, "Don't show this tape to anybody. Let's keep this here." And then when the whole town found out, that's when his character was like, "We don't know how to swim them out. They're probably gonna die in there." Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. This is the news you're gonna have to end up breaking to like the entire world is that these kids are actually gonna die in there. Like, so that's where his brain space was at, and I totally get it. Um, this is a good movie, dude. This is movie's good. This is Ron Howard kind of getting out of the way of being a director and like just just film what's happening. Like, and that's yeah. what he and he he, he would be the best person for the job for that type of yeah. thing. Exactly, because it's the Apollo thirteen is, approach. Yeah, yeah, that's tell why that happened. movie was. Yeah, it just tell me what happened. You know, yeah. <laughs> I think that's that's what he's best at. It's uh, it's it's when he's asked more of. I'm just like you're boring. Yeah, <laughs> uh, kind of boring. Yeah, right? like the, the, well, anytime you ask him to adapt a big known franchise like Da Vinci Code or uh, like uh, Star Wars yeah. or whatever, like yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do we're gonna make all the safe decisions here. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, gotta, Ron, thanks, thanks for showing up. You uh, fired yeah. you fired the the Miller brothers for this. Okay, yeah, whatever. exactly. Uh, cool. Well, all right, I, I'm gonna it's check good. that movie out. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, from someone who like grew up watching like movies like uh, uh, James Cameron's The Abyss, which has a lot of like underwater suffocating scenes. Uh, grew up watching a lot of these things that just make my skin crawl, and uh, I'm uh, I uh, this is, weirdly this has got I, a few of those moments. Yeah, I weirdly seek that stuff out. There's also that moment like in uh, like The Gray, where that guy was like drowning underneath the tree, and the other guy doesn't understand why, and like there's all the like. Movies that can convey where it almost um, makes you feel like you're suffocating along descent, with the characters. The descent. Um, descent yes. Yeah. yeah, the, uh, yeah which yeah. also has the extra layer of terror because of, you know. Yeah. Darkness and, and, and aliens boys. and, and yeah, monsters spooky and boys in there. Yeah. What's the uh, uh, Buried? Buried did that really well with Ryan Reynolds in a, yeah, literally he was in a cot like a box and they filmed it. 120 um, minutes of him just being yeah. shocked. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is the most riveting shit in the world. This is yeah. great. And I, I, I just feel I, the claustrophobia. I, I, again, I like it when a movie can like like shoot that out into me yeah. and project that experience onto yeah. its viewers. So, it's so uh, wild. I can't believe that was theatrically released. That 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 screams Netflix movie all over it. Ryan Reynolds in a box for 90 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a Netflix movie if I ever heard one, yet it came out no, in theaters, theaters. and people <laughs> just watched a screen of him in a box. New guy in a box. <laughs> Remember, so remember that 15 minute scene in Kill Bill 2 where she was in a box? It's that, but for 120. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I can't. I can't recommend enough. The there was a uh, a documentary about the Thai soccer team getting stuck in a cave. There was a documentary about that that was released last year called The Rescue. It was totally robbed for a best documentary nomination. Like it was one of those things where the Academy like it feels like they forgot about a movie and they just didn't get nominated or whatever. And you're like, how do you forget? This is like one of the best documentaries of the year. Uh, but that Idiots. the documentary is so good because you know the obviously the divers had cameras on them or, or they were able to but for the documentary they had to recreate a lot of instances that happened like mm -hmm. and, and the fact that they actually recreated it by diving and doing all the stuff for real like yeah. the documentary is so crazy um, and it interviews all the people that are still alive and it's uh it's very interesting so I mean it's a good companion for that this is a good fictionalization because it fills in a lot of the like uh, the local culture and stuff like the Thai. Uh, things that go on in Thailand and stuff and the pecking order and how they greet people and pray and uh, do like, that's what the kids did in the cave. They prayed and like uh, centered themselves or whatever, like meditated. Um, like they fill in I'll a lot of those gaps. Whereas the documentary was just about, here's what happened, bro. Uh, and, and the movie is more like about painting a actual cinematic story. It's good, man. I'm, I was surprised. Uh, yeah. I, I expected it to just be pretty much that. Here's the story, but it turns out, 
It's actually still a riveting story. It's still a riveting yeah. story. Yeah. Even I knew everything about it. <laughs> I'm impressed. Well, cool. Uh, I think we got one more thing we've been watching here. Uh, Jeff and I have been watching The Sandman. It's a Mr. Sandman. Uh, Neil Gaiman or Gaiman. Gaiman. Uh, um, gay no, not that. I didn't mean it like that. Uh, I mean, is he gay? Uh, I think it's Gaiman. I don't. I don't know. Gaiman? I have no idea Gaiman? what it is. Didn't it doesn't matter. It's, 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 it's an adaptation <laughs> of his much beloved graphic novel series uh, that I have been suggested. Just my entire. It doesn't matter. <laughs> wow. Um, off the rails. Hour and a half uh, in. Uh, the... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm keeping it on the rails, guys. Um, <laughs> I'm screaming at everybody. Uh, but, like, I, I don't know what y'all's relationship with the. Have y'all ever heard of this property? Yes. You know? Is it something that's ever been suggested to you guys? You know, is this, is this a. Um, is this a documentary about uh, Darth Vader not liking sand? Or? Uh, no, that's actually coming out next year, and it's called Dear Anakin, I'm Coming for You. Uh, so. <laughs> Does DMX do the song for that? Yeah. <laughs> that just sounds like something I'm coming DMX. I'm coming for you. Uh, DMX is dead, so he they had to, they had to recast him. Um, but, the uh, sand, yeah. it's all over but me. Fortunately, Ja, ja Rule it. is it's still close. available, so he can just do the DMX thing. Ja Rule can do that; he's fine. Ja Rule, yeah, that's true. Yeah, he'll he fill is. in the DMX gap and bark a little. Um, yeah, it's it's semantics. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fire festival. Uh, anyway, murder. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, anyways, murder. I, I have been suggested this property just, I feel like as long as I've been walking this earth, people are like, oh, oh yeah, you heard, yeah, have yeah. You, have you heard the Sandman? I'm like, no, dude, I don't, no. Reading's for nerds. Uh, <laughs> no, no. It is. Um, and I just never Reading's got around to it. So I know, I know that Neil Gaiman's like a just masterclass storyteller. You know, I'm, I'm very aware of this. I, I'm very aware of this property. I just knew no specifics about it. So like, I'm going in relatively... Uh, uh, fresh, blind. even though like blind in a way, but like with expectations that are present, just because mm, of there's been mm, so mm. much, you know, hype behind it all these years that like I know that like it, it has to deliver, or uh, you're gonna have like a wheel of time situation where like half of your watchers like hate you and the the sure. other half you know love you. So it seems reviewer wise, I, I guess I haven't been on the internet yet that like reviewers all really like and are calling it a, a very faithful and great adaptation. Yep. Limited changes, I, changes that are there. I am shocked by this, honestly. Legitimately yeah, thought yeah. it was going to be a Cowboy Bebop situation. Oh, same year, yeah. Critics I, I, hated I, it and we loved it or whatever. Yeah, like, I, I thought it was very much going to be that way, you know. Yeah. Uh, and maybe it's opposite. Again, I, I haven't really been online to hear a lot of people's takes on it. but like, No, no, I think people that... I have friends that are readers and they love it too, so far. So. Great, I'm super super happy to hear that. Uh, yeah, it's amazing to me, honestly. It's a, it's a real tall order, man. This is a really complicated world, you know. Uh, there's, a, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot yeah. of moving parts here and, and, and the show really takes... Takes its time of introducing those pieces to you. I'm three episodes in. How many episodes in are you, Jeff? Three. Yeah, I finished okay, the third cool, one as cool. well you know, I, today. I feel like we you get another layer every episode where it's like, hey, now we're gonna talk about this, you know. And yeah. it, I, I feel like it, that's necessary because uh, again, there's a lot of complexities going on here. It's it's a it's a story about gods, pretty much. You know, you're following mm -hmm. this this character called Lord Morpheus. He is the Morpheus? The, the 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 forever dreamer or whatever like he is the sandman yeah. he is the, he's, he's the guy who yeah, controls he's... the living and waking uh the dreaming and waking world you know or he's, he's he controls of, the dreaming uh, excuse me he's one of like eight gods called the endless who are like uh they represent like certain things about everyday human life like uh feelings more or less like dream dream is obviously not feelings it's the thing that happens that humans do yeah. but, 
Uh, it's a processing of feelings, though. So. Exactly. He, he's uh, very integral into. But I know, I know, like despair is in there. They're all D names. It's like despair yeah. and desires in there too, and stuff like that. So, yeah. so I mean, they're, and they're yeah. all they're like quote unquote brothers and sisters. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. But they all control their own realms and domains. You know, and they don't really inter- they don't really intervene in each other's like ways. Yeah, they don't go to what they call the mortal world, which is our world, like they're yeah. not supposed to. Or the um, they, the waking world, I think is what the they call waking it. world. Yeah, that's yeah. what the dreamer, the dreamer, people in the dream dreaming land call it. Whatever. Yeah, so. yeah, and like the idea is, is that like in, yeah. in the absence of like the Lord of Dreams, like nightmares kind of went rampant, like in the world or whatever. And as he's like coming back to like take back his realm, he has to like you know wrangle in kind of like uh, some mm-hmm. of these like loose threads or whatever that have been kind of running amok since his uh, since his capturing. And uh, it's really good, man. Like I'm really enjoying it. This is like yeah, one of those things, I, I call it like new fantasy and new fantasy, you know, because like yeah, yeah, I know it, it, it's, it's not hit, it's not hitting any like uh, fantasy tropes in terms of like oh here's here's the Gandalf character oh there's the dwarves and elves like it, it's fantasy in a different way you know what I mean right, where right, it's right. like it, it's tackling different types of themes it's and the stuff like uh, that. it's American gods but it keeps its footing so far like it's not American yeah, gods where yeah, it's, it's like if American gods became a shit sense. show yeah uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, and I'm really, I'm really enjoying that aspect of it. You know, uh, I think the guy who plays uh, Lord Morpheus or Dream, you know, like he, I've never seen him before. He's so good. Is in this role, dude. so magnetic and just the way yeah. that he talks. I'm yeah. the, the endless dreamer. You know, like yeah, uh, I don't know. He's got a really uh, ethereal way of like uh, with his presence and stuff. It's like exactly that. how I pictured him talking when, because I read a few pages of the uh, of at least I've the first stills. issue yeah. of the Sandman and the way he. I don't know the way his words are like kind of like written and the words he chooses. I'm like, I imagine this guy having like a really deep. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Neil, Neil Gaiman on set was saying that he had to stop doing the Batman voice because I guess yeah. the, the actor. It's like, you're, no, you're going to Batman. With yeah, you can't do that. I swear to me, I'm the endless dreamer. <laughs> Uh, he doesn't sound like that. He's got a, he's got a much more unique voice, and uh, man, there's just a lot of really cool stuff going on in the series, you know. And, it, and it's an epic, you know. It's taking place over hundreds of years and everything like that, you know. It's uh, like cool. the first three. We're we're in the first three episodes, and I think like 120 years have passed already. Yeah. Uh, so it's like it's a really uh, you know it, it's a story that's really like expressly being told over a, a long pan. And that's of time. and that's actually like the. Uh... My understanding is that's the way the comics start too. Obviously, they end in a different time frame because the comics are from like the 1980s to 2000 or whatever. Uh, but like, uh, that's how it starts too. That's the it, that's the setup. That's the main event that kickstarts everything. Is is Dream gets captured by somebody in the waking world, and he's there for 100 plus years, and he breaks out, and he that the rest of the series is him cleaning shit up because yeah, yeah, everything's it's... been going wrong since he was gone. Yeah. Uh, so you would think that's like that sounds like the premise for the whole thing. Him in the cage for a hundred years or whatever. No, that's the very beginning of it. That's yeah, crazy. yeah. It's the first like twenty minutes of the show. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, it's man, it's super good, dude. And uh, yeah. and it's uh, stars galore. Lots of Game of Thrones alumni in this in this uh, show. I think Gwen- Gwendolyn Christie shows up and she's plays Lucifer. She's you know, Lucifer. Yeah. Um, and the, actually, you know. these are this is a DC Comics adaptation. That's DC proper. It's not like DC yeah. whatever. So like these guys like are supposed to be interacting with characters like Lucifer from the DC comics and like uh, Constantine. Um, yeah, like John Constantine. Yeah. yeah. Um, they they gender bend Constantine and Lucifer for this, um, and I honestly think they did it for the better on it. Like it's it, it fits the material better. It in my works so well that like yeah. yeah, I wouldn't even ever question it, but I'm sure many people are. So yeah, I'm sure they're like I wanted a. <laughs> Uh, girl, uh, I, I wanted the guy Lucifer. from the Lucifer show or whatever. Like, 
I need my Lucifer <laughs> with giant red penis. You know, it's like, okay, you, you have a really weird imagery of Lucifer in your you, head. So. They want the Lucifer that South Park drew. That's yeah, what they want. Exactly. Big red dog. <laughs> yeah. Oh, with uh, Saddam? Yeah, yeah no. exactly. Hey, Satan. Oh, man. Oh, I got to watch that movie again. <laughs> it's got um, it's got an 85 on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, so. Yeah. The, it's, it's not too it's, shabby. It's, 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 it, it is beloved, I would say. It is it yeah. is, it is highly uh, regarded as a, as, a, as a good adaptation. There are, I believe, five series. It's a five series of books, and this mm. covers the first two. I may be wrong on that. I know this covers not, the first. I can't remember. I know this covers the first two series, though. So it's like okay. it's it's not like a, a one for one thing. I think like the first four or four to six episodes are, is the first issue, and the second issue is like the last four episodes of the season. So, mm, okay. um, and I forget maybe yeah, eleven. Like, it might be eleven issues. Like I really five forget. Total guys, volumes, so. but each volume is like twenty issues. Yeah, um, I think I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking about now. It's like the absolute editions where they combine it all. Yeah, the omnibus. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, this yeah, is, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised, dude, because I... It's going like to be I, my day tomorrow. I'm going to finish this bad boy up. Yeah, and... I, I can't wait to wrap it up, honestly, and get back to it. Uh, I've been liking the adaptations of, like, you know, characters I'm familiar with, but these are in, they're in new forms now, like Constantine. Um, Constantine is played by the uh, Doctor Who girl, um, one of the recent companions. I can't remember which yeah, era. You know, the girl. I think it might have been the David Tennant era. I can't remember. I now I can't remember. Uh, I don't want to. Could have been the Matt Smith one. I don't want to make it look like I know what I'm talking about because Doctor Who sucks. So I think uh, Doctor Who is super nerdy, <laughs> and if you like it, you're kind of yeah. you're kind of stupid. Uh, uh, no. Dumb nerd. <laughs> your dumb nerd face. Dumb nerd, dumb yeah. nerd. How cannibalistic are nerds? You know, like, <laughs> right. <laughs> The guy wearing a Star Wars shirt. I'm like, you like Doctor Who? What a, what a freaking nerd. I do love. I do love the. Uh, these are like. These are the comics that like include biblical characters as comic book characters, like Cain and Abel being in this. Um, obviously, <laughs> which is Lucifer, very, which is very like, funny. I like yeah, and, and Corinthian stuff. is a nightmare, is a name of a nightmare that gets out. Um, and uh, yeah, there's like, yeah, I, I love that type. Oh, of and stuff. Like, the actor who plays Corinthian, stuff, who like, it's like he's the guy from Legion who plays. Yeah. the I'm the slick talking redneck bad guy. You mean uh, Logan? Oh, uh, Logan. What did I say? Yeah, hey, Logan. Yeah, with Legion. Oh, yeah. oh, Legion! I did say he was in yeah. the the last Predator movie. He too, was right? in the last Predator yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. He, he does this bad guy in a suit with a nice draw, like, like yeah, yeah. pretty well, you Nails know. And, uh, he yeah. he he's pretty cool in this uh, so far. I'm sure he's. And got Corinthian a part. is such a cool character because he doesn't have eyes, but he has like supernatural vision or something. It's just yeah, he's got such a cool role. He has, uh, he has like mouth. I feel like I see teeth in his eyes sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. He's got little mouths like in his eyes. <laughs> It's really what? weird, dude. Yeah, like you, yeah. that's why I wear sunglasses all the time. Patton Oswalt, a... uh, voices of Raven, who is uh, Morpheus's uh, uh, sidekick. Um, Matthew the Raven. That's that's been fun so far. Because um, you know, because Morpheus plays it straight and super serious the whole time, and then you got Patton Oswalt, Patton Oswalting everywhere, and it's just yeah. it makes for a really really funny dynamic. It does. It does. Yeah. Um, does um does he say does does Morpheus in this one say machines or does he? He freaking better, dude. Two, or I want, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask Netflix for a refund if they don't do that. He actually, I wanted to like look at like a human and just being like, you and your obsession with these machines. I'd be like, oh, <laughs> that was for me. That would be enough. They, they added that, that was, for me. That was they added literally that for, for me. me. Yeah. yeah. That's, not, uh, That's not good enough. Yeah, I've been, I'm, I'm very impressed. It's, it's very hard to nail. I say that like there hasn't been any recent good fantasy shows, but it really is hard to nail that tone for me at least. My standards are like. I mean, you got to be riveting AF for me to give a crap about anything fantasy related. Yeah. Usually, 
Well, and uh, sometimes and fantasy can get a little like too. Yeah, like, if it's I'm too like, dense, oh, I'm like, yeah. I can't, I can't follow this at all. Like, I'm just too dumb. Uh, but yeah, this 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 show does a great job of spelling out a lot of the lore and stuff, and uh, while also not hand holding, like it, they're moving the plot along and yeah, yeah. kind of revealing those details along the way, and I like that. Um, they're they're balancing that really well. It's a it's good shit. So well, that's uh, that's good because um, I know you guys had mentioned last time. Um, this took many, many, many years to actually piece together. And we've been talking together. about an adaptation of this since like the nine, like nineteen ninety two. Sure. <laughs> I yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like so it only took like thirty it's years. Neil Diamond. It's been at Neil's. Uh, you know, he's been the one trying to sell it to studios and trying to develop it. So he's actually involved in this show too. Thank God. Yeah. I have, I have uh, yeah I and so. and I and I love that. I love that he didn't settle for anything that you know compromised his vision of and it's interesting because this is a wb property or a dc property so you'd think this would be on like hbo max or something like that right and it says warner brothers at the front of the yeah uh, i don't know what's going on with that so Uh, i know right like like the hbo max wants it now (laughs) yeah right i'm sure (laughs) is it reality television can we just say it's the real sandman guys can we just say that the discovery is the real hero all right guys let's just be real We're um, discovering how much they suck at. Speaking uh, of discovering, content. we have some headlines to discover yeah, tonight, yeah. everybody. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, Tim. Tim wishes he could be that good. <laughs> Whoa! Look at that. Whoa, everybody! Look at that. Hey. First up is Microsoft. Um, so yeah, Microsoft is testing Game Pass Ultimate Family Plan, in which up to four players can share a Game Pass un- uh, Ultimate membership, twenty-five bucks a month, as opposed to fifteen for standard GP Ultimate. Yeah. Uh, cool. I guess you know. So if you got extra people, and I mean that would work for something. people like us. Um, you know, we could do we could do that among the chat if we wanted to. Like. Yeah, just, I guess it doesn't have to be that the among each other. Huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You sure kinda, that's what my that's what me and my brother do with his Spotify account. He just gifted me like a family one. Um, that's what that's what we like. Uh, I share Spotify between like five different. Yeah, so I think it's something out. like that where it's just like here's a code or whatever. Go, go get. Uh, I, I think it's cool. A- any way to get this into more people's hands, you know, I yeah. whatever, you know, I know it's a representation uh, to be amongst the poor if you uh, use Game Pass, is what I'm told. Poor pass. Uh, fab, and I am just, poor, he, so it he is. Just, you know, he just uh, texted me real quick and told me that. So. <laughs> Uh, no, that's right, not true. Right, that's, right. A, that's a Derek thing. Oh, Sasan did. Sasan uh, did. Thank you. Yeah, it was a Sasan thing. With the stop uh, sign. Oh, no. He, he yeah. just texted. There it is. Sasan, yep, yep. Poor Full pass. stop. Full stop. Thank you. Full stop. Uh, is that a wiener? Yep, that's a wiener. Um, great. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm happy for this. I think this is cool. I, I imagine Sony will probably uh, answer into something. Sony needs to get their shit together with uh, releasing some, like, good PlayStation 1 classics. They're, they're uh, coming out the gate real slow with their... You know, Game Pass equivalents. So. Yeah, I, I felt oh, I'm, asleep, I'm asleep at the wheel on that one. So yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so we we need we need some more. Are. Yeah, we need some more. Uh, this actions. is good news for me. Uh, Microsoft is freeing up Xbox Series S memory to improve gra- graphical performance. Uh, good. Uh, you know, that's the one I have. I have a Series S. Same here. Um, I think it's great too. I don't care. Um, yeah, I like my Series S. You know what? You can suck it. Uh, you know, hardware snobs, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, yeah. So what? <laughs> you're getting some kind of super sample in 4K or I don't know. I don't know. I don't even understand. I don't even understand. Who gives a shit? I don't understand. Look at my saying. TV. Some I'm... people like just say things sometimes. I'm just like, I don't even think you know what you're saying. It's you're 4K, saying, you're but saying it's actually bu- blurry. You're saying buzzwords right now that you read off of a box. We could just ask Derek um, something about blurry and not 4K and right. blah, blah, blah. I don't know, man. Let's look at Digital well, Foundry. Help say, us. Help us out. Yeah, yes, yes, what's, yes. what's interesting about the freeing up memory thing uh, is that it's like, it's hundreds of megabytes, but that's still for a drive that's like, it's a terabyte drive, but most of it's OS. 
So not most of it, but a huge chunk of it. Uh, slice, right, right, chunk, right. Chunky slice, whatever it's called. Uh, so, like, that's kind of a big deal. And for the fact that they're just going to reallocate that memory to uh, um, to graphics, like, that's that's amazing. That's, I mean, that's, games uh, already look great on the S. I mean, I, I play... Yeah, they look pretty... On our TVs that Kyle and I have, it looks it looks awesome. Um, yeah, I yeah. played the Gears series, and obviously 4 and 5 are the newer ones, and it, uh, Gears 5 looked fantastic. Yeah. So. Forza <laughs> looked great. Uh, yeah. It looked great, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's Anyways. good stuff. That's good. I'm excited for that. Uh, anyone who has a Series S, you know, should be excited for that. Uh, no news is new news for Nintendo. Nintendo will not be announcing new hardcore this year. Hardcore. Hardware. Hardcore. We know We know what's on They're not going to be doing hardcore games. <laughs> hardcore hardware. So if you want your pornographic hentai games, you need to go elsewhere. Listen. They're not listen, doing them anymore. I just need Bowsette. I just need Bowsette. I need Bowsette. We need a recurring headline that's that, even though that's never been a news thing. <laughs> Like, once uh, again, the cowards at Nintendo won't announce hardcore porn games. Hardcore porn. They will not <laughs> allow hardcore porn to be As if that's ever been on a we, question on anybody's mind. We've all been asking for years, and Miyamoto will not show us his dog. Yeah, it's just so he won't weird, do it. Dude. I've sent him so many unsolicited text messages, and he still won't, he still won't slip <laughs> back And he just replies DMs. with a wave of, uh, file of a, the Yoshi sound. Yeah, so anyways, yeah, there's no new there was an announcement, or not an announcement, I'm sorry, a speculation that, oh, Nintendo's next hardware I feel like be there's announced. been a speculation for the last three years. Well, the yeah, Switch Pro, gonna, right? Everyone, the Switch Pro, everybody, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I'm, I'm so sick of hearing about this. Uh, yeah, there's a chip shortage. No one's making a new console right now. It's not happening. Yeah. No, no You know who's doing it? Nobody. Um... <laughs> So that's kind of, of, that's they're cool. certainly not brainstorming that's new consoles. Where, yeah, <laughs> I, th I think the Steam Deck is literally the last thing to go. You know what? I think we're gonna try and do this in this climate, and uh, yeah. it's going all right. But like, you know, even those are rolling out pretty slow. So, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I uh, I don't care. You guys want a new Switch right now? Y'all need a new? No, Nintendo? not at all. I'm actually yeah. relieved. I'm somewhat relieved by this news because I, 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 I just I always feel pressure to, to to get the newest thing yeah. uh, that I end up succumbing to like way too soon. Uh, much like I do in other areas of my life. Oh, hey, oh. Hey, hey, expound on that. Hey! <laughs> but, um, but, um, hey, be explicit about what you're talking about. Uh, um, so, I mean, like, I don't know. I, just don't, I don't need the temptation. That's, that's you know, I'm, I'm actually kind what of if, What if it was, like, the same price, essentially? And they and they made the uh, the regular Switch, like, 200 bucks. Because that thing's uh, still if, 300 If I was right? guaranteed, oh, if I was guaranteed that I didn't have to, like, fight bots for one, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Throw it, throw it on me, sure. Because I mean, you could uh, also trade in your Switch towards it at GameStop. Get, they usually do a deal whenever something a, a new system's about to come out like that, so it's not totally. Uh, I hope GameStop you know. burns to the ground. Uh, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> oh, hey. Speaking of burning to the ground, Sony has nothing to share this week, so we're gonna move on to. <laughs> All right. Who cares, you know? All they're right. like, hey, we're, sell we're selling systems and we're not putting out games. We don't yeah, care. Yeah, exactly. Who cares? Uh, who and, cares and the games you know? we do put out are hot garbage. You guys want God of War, right? Freaking wait for it then. Um, <laughs> oh, God forbid. Yeah. <laughs> we're like God of Waiting. Yeah, God of Waiting is hey, more like hey, it. Listen, we got fairies and swords, all right, guys? So we have that. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, together forever. Together forever. Together forever. We're gonna uh, we're gonna slip into some uh, non-denominational general news. All right, it's non-binary, uh, non-gender, yeah. uh, non non, non-binary uh, gender fluid news. Um, 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. How many people are so mad right now? You. You're mad. Two and a half. Two and a half. You're the one that brought I'm it up. I'm mad that I'm laughing right now. I'm, I'm mad that everyone's myself. laughing. I uh, need you guys to center yourself. <laughs> All right. All right. So I need to pretend I'm in a cave okay. eight hours in. I need, I, need you to, I need you to pretend that you're eight hours in. <laughs> start meditating. Oh, man. <laughs> you guys, you can do that in the atrium of that cave. Uh, anyway, that, that's a white guy telling people to do to their culture what they will. Don't listen to me. Um, and speaking of culture doing what they will, AEW Fight Forever trailer footage leaked. Is that, that a culture? Right? Is that a yeah, culture? Wrestling, wrestling is a culture. Come what on. is what? <laughs> wrestling is a culture. And, and, and Jeff's gone. And, oh, and my Jeff, God. And Jeff's gone. Uh, um, Jeff, this has I, been amazing. Maybe, you, can, you can maybe uh, expound on this a little more. Yeah, oh, sure. Oh, is, oh hold on. Is, are these games connected? AEW Fight Forever? Together Forever? Huh? Huh? Oh, no. Uh, I hear, I hear the fairy game. and sword characters are going to be in this game, yeah. Yeah, some say this is a direct sequel, actually. Uh, so the <laughs> AEW Fight Forever, uh, The they haven't actually shown any trailer stuff officially it's just that leaks i guess they got leaks um so i I can't believe this is what would be leaked and not like more god of war ragnarok stuff that's just it's crazy where the holes are in the industry i don't i don't know so she said i think she said uh but um man now you're the one overusing it i don't know yeah that's i don't know i take it no i accept that i I know you do you're you're a uh you're a whore about that i am a whore i'm a whore that's what she said (laughs) but they did show uh they did show some of the trailer the bleakers did they showed some of the trailer that uh not the whole thing i hope (laughs) it's not the whole thing uh but it's like a uh it was like just showing a couple wrestlers going back and forth and it looked arcadey and they were selling a point that they want anybody to be able to pick up the controller and, and just fight much like an arcade game. Uh, so mm-hmm. like they were selling that, that it's going to be much easier uh, mechanically speaking. That's what I and want then, out of a wrestling Yeah, exactly. Game. Same here. Yeah. Just like hold a, and then don't hold a for a weak move or whatever. Like it's just, I, I just need an arcadey AF. That's it. That's all I want. There's a, there's a grab button. There's a strike button. Yeah. There's a pin button. And, and that's you know, it. There's a run button. Yeah. I don't <laughs> want to have to yeah. press three buttons for four different ways to pin somebody. Right. Like, yeah. Right. right. And if I, my special meter is full, maybe I have to hit two buttons at the same time. Yeah. Exactly. I don't want any other version of it at <laughs> <Yeah>. all. <laughs> wow. Too complicated. Circling. Yeah. Do right. Right. Do, do reuse Hadouken at the same time while <laughs> clockwise turning around the character. I'll Hadouken all day. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do it all day. Quarter, quarter uh, back. And then the other footage that they showed in the trailer was like immediately uh, they were selling the weapons. They were like, yeah, there's like 20, 30 something weapons to choose from. Maybe even more than that. I can't remember the exact number, but it, I remember it being impressively high. Like, I can't even think of 10 weapons off the top of my head. Uh, but like, uh, they were showing one part where like a wrestler put a trash can on top of another wrestler's head and just started hitting them. And I was like, that's amazing. Give me that, dude. Give me that game. And then one of them had a like, fire extinguisher. Uh, I was like, I can't remember. I'm pretty sure there have been fire extinguishers in wrestling games before, but I, I just—it's been a long time since I've since I've seen one. I think they kind of took it out after they kind of stopped using it in wrestling since the Attitude Era. Like, I don't know. But uh, this one had had it to a point where you can actually use it and spray it at somebody, not not like just hit them over right. the head with it. Uh, <laughs> and I thought that was really funny. Um, yeah. Anyway, it looks like it looks like fun, but the most standout thing about the product to me is all the mini games that they have they added like yakuza type mario party mini games where like i'm here for it i'm here for it yeah where you can like do dancing or like something it's something crazy like uh collect you're collecting coins in the ring or something it looked it looked kind of nutty and i was like oh i'm kind of here for that man that's 
no i don't think any other wrestling game has ever done that um so that's so. interesting um that's the thing that stood out the, the most to me and i don't think anything else any really word does. on if it's like superstars across all eras or like what what uh, what, what what's the vibes on characters uh i think i remember hearing that the roster is not going to be as big as everybody expected it's going to be about 50 something wrestlers uh, and this company now has way more wrestlers than that, so it might be a platform thing where they just keep adding them as DLC. Um, but I do remember reading that Owen Hart's going to be in the game, and this is like this will be his first time to be able to be in a game like since like the Attitude, like not the Attitude era, but like what N64 games. Like I mean, he yeah, hasn't been in his, his you know his his estate, his wife basically is just like <laughs> refusing to do any business with WWE. Like they don't. The second you know, it's somebody so. else, though, she's like, yeah, sweetie, sure. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> Good, you know why? Good. Yeah, so she got boned so biggest, hard in all this. That's yeah. the biggest superstar in this. And then uh, and then anybody else that's on the current AEW roster. But there are still people that are generally known among uh, old wrestling fans. Like yeah, Sting, yeah. Sting and CM Punk, like, they're the biggest names. Uh, and uh, there's some other ones. Jericho. Um, so, like, there's some, like, crossover wrestlers that you'll recognize, but... For the most part, it's a lot of the new stars that um, might be unfamiliar to past fans of wrestling. Uh, I'm excited for it. The customization sounds a little minimal compared to WWE, but even in my opinion, the WWE games are going a little too far with that. Like, yeah, yeah. I, 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 was, trying, I was trying to make my new my guy in the new one, and the yeah. second it was like, now choose every move. And like the thing is, is that there's a move for like every angle you're coming yeah, at every exactly and i was like well i don't care about all this i'm just gonna whatever <laughs> whatever the default moves are i'm just gonna use that because uh, i don't have three hours to go through exactly. that because i, I, I spent three hours creating my character and right. you're telling me to yeah. yeah because and that's because the the just the character itself has way too many options you're like this yeah. is okay i don't want to customize every little detail like yeah, just yeah, make yeah. it as simple as possible like no mercy did and I think the AEW fight forever is trying to trying to lean back. Hair length, beard, no beard, color of hair, color of eye. That's all <laughs> yeah. you really need. Maybe yeah. some face paint options, you know. Right, like. right. <laughs> but I don't want to. How big do you want your lobes to be? Yeah, right. Yeah. How Who about cares? your brow? Do you want Listen, a furrowed? What if that's your angle? The Mass Effect. Who cares? What if, yeah, what yeah, if your wrestler's yeah. name is Lobe, or like Lobes, you know, <laughs> yeah, and you want okay, really long sure. lobes? Big Lobes uh, you know, Johnson. I get it, man. Then go play hey, the other WWE games. Come out, you strangle, you strangle the opponent with your long lobes. I don't know. You're like, I gauged I my ears hope. when I was a teenager, and now they'll never heal again, so I strangle my opponents with them. My favorite right. uh, <laughs> customization in the WWE games lately of this gen have been the uh, giving the announcer a nickname to announce you as. Like, uh, the, they cool. have, like, they've that's had cool. these, they have these ring announcers record just all these words from a word bank, uh, and then they put that word bank into the game, and you get to pick a, in what order. That's so like cool. I could even have the and the ring announcer call me the same thing, like the same word, three words in a row. The super, 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 super Jeff, like something. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love so that. it's really funny. The, five time, five time. I, that's five that time. customization. That's like cool. That's something that's so dumb that I want it. Uh, but whereas you don't need to get more specific than that, though. That's like the. That was a little, even that's a little too overboard. Like, that's just for me, basically, uh, to be as dumb as possible with. Um, but yeah, I don't need, I don't need everything to be customized. Like, it just, just cool it. 
And it sounds like this game is kind of scaling things back, simplifying wrestling games again. I, I think the and perfect that's balance I'm... is give, like, super in-depth customization, but also have it be simple, like how you guys want it. I think, yeah, you, yeah. I think you need to be, be able to approach it, like, like, kind of, like, when you go into it, be like, oh, I want advanced, like, crazy custom, or I just want kind of, like general like you know bullet points like yeah that's that'd that's be, what that'd it be cool do, if there's know? both but considering the graphics kind of look arcadey as well like they don't look hyper realistic right like right but i'm saying with like the wwe um, games because you that's guys why that's the only thing i don't i don't see them i don't see them being able ha- having us to create a wrestler that has like a big head or whatever like sure i don't see us mode. changing bone structure that much i see us yeah. more you know changing uh face you know color or features like beards and that's mm-hmm. about it which is that's, That's it. all I need. That's all I That's need. That's all I want. I also want to edit their wardrobe and make it look as dumb as possible. Uh, please. Yeah, yeah. And then have them win a world title like it's not ironic. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> in in general, it kind of sounds like a nice pivot from like what WWE is doing and stuff like yeah. that. You know, it's going to sound like a nice, uh, you know, um, a change this, for them. This company continues to cement its legacy as a competitor by not directly doing the thing the competitor does. Right. Um, so I think uh, that's all. That uh, speaking of pivots, we're going to pivot to movies, uh, movies and entertainment realm. Pat, Batgirl movie canceled. You, you all know about the Batgirl? <laughs> hey, hey, guys. That Batgirl? You guys know about the Batgirl? You know? There's a um... girl Batman now? I actually didn't remember. Okay, can I just say before I finish this? I actually didn't remember this movie existed until they were like, Brendan <laughs> Fraser was going to be Firefly. And I go, that I remember. That, right, right. That, yeah, that, yeah. That I remember. That's funny that you don't remember that because Michael Keaton was going to make a return as Batman in this one, too. He was going to be in the I, new Flash he movie. Flashpoint. And right. he was going to. So we're never going to see freaking Michael Keaton's Batman. He also, <laughs> shot, he also <laughs> shot scenes in Aquaman, but they were replaced with the Ben Affleck scenes. So. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, stop yeah, it. Really? Replaced? So. I'm not kidding. I'm oh not kidding you. God. Yeah, I, I just read that. So, um, so yeah. Anyways, Zack this Snyder's is a cancer man. I this is God. all. This is all. Be- this is all because of a WB Discovery merger slash uh-huh. buyout slash takeover, whatever. Uh, so the Batgirl movie, uh, which I believe was once written by Joss Whedon, but I I think they threw that. It was, out. And, then, and then the problematic uh, articles came out. Yep. around the same time and then that's when he was like mm, i gotta step away by no other because of no other reason no. yeah yeah i also <laughs> step away from my time traveling hbo girl show that got canceled too uh sure, sure um anyways yeah so he got he got booted off this is a co- totally different project from what i understand it was done it was done yeah <laughs> it was right. like done the movie like, was in post they were literally editing the movie to be released like maybe this year sometime uh and so like shooting was done, the actors were done, reshoots were done, whatever. And they and done. I get and I guess they found out when we found out is what yeah, it sounds like. Yeah. So it's it sounds like, like all the actors definitely found out when we found out at least. Uh, and and the directors might have been told a little before that. I think but they may have had a because I think they had a statement ready, but like they couldn't have known too much ahead of time. No, no. Yeah. I, I it know seemed that the like a blind side. Had, had it rough, like I especially just the, the star who was. Who was a no? I mean, I didn't recognize her name from anything. Like, no, no. Face, I don't know who that is. And uh, this seemed... was going to be a star-making performance, or it could have been. Um, and oh, it was by the writer Hulk. of uh, right, by the. It was by the writer of uh, Birds of Prey, who I, I really liked. With I like that movie. Yeah. But, like, I really loved what she did with that movie. That movie's so fun. Uh, and direct the directors also did the recent Miss Our Marvel uh, show. Uh, they did a few episodes mm-hmm. in that. So they're DC traders too. Uh, no. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but they've done that like they've these guys they're not slouches i just don't understand why you wouldn't well, like something like this spent, on bill max 
you spent all yeah you spent all of this money and like you're at the end you're at the end there like you're about to cross the budget's cross already the, the, the budget's already spent too so you're not spending more money on it right you know what I mean? yeah like it's already it was the, it's wasn't money it 90 already... million too like the the amount of money was like a lot and that's the thing with this freaking merger this discovery ceo it was actually a takeover i should say discovery bought wb and along with that they took all of wb's debt so all they're seeing with these, all Discovery is seeing with all these new projects is how can we cancel that and apply it as a tax write-off so we can like write that off as a, you know, we can scrub that from the debt. That's all they're doing really is going, yeah. how much so money is that can we make it from is? it? And, and a lot of, a lot of, it would be your, better for us to offload this. Like a basically. lot of your favorite shows and so they're, they're in jeopardy right now. If you yeah. are enjoying stuff that you're watching, like Warrior that just got uh, approved, that's gone. Yeah, everyone better, everybody be. enjoy, better enjoy that one last season that we just got, which is a miracle that we got it to begin with because yeah. it's already been canceled. Because it's totally going to get canceled. How do you think, do you think I feel as an a, I'm a big AEW fan. That's the reason I keep bringing up this, those freaking games nobody cares about. Uh, like, <laughs> I'm a huge AEW fan, and they are on TBS and TNT. And who owns that? WB oh, no. Discovery. Wow. So, like, everybody is paranoid about that in the, in the, in the you know, at least the internet wrestling circles. Uh, so... It's gonna have um, cascading effects to yeah. you know, uh, entertainment. So like yeah, that's that's the thing. Discovery this they base their whole like success on reality shows, kind of like survival reality shows, or even they have some ghost hunting ones too, right? I think uh I think they air some. Uh, yeah, they have make believe shows. Cool. Is this where it's ghost reality? It's reality, Dan. <laughs> yeah, but they describe it as real. Anyway, they're suckers for reality TV, and so like that's what the. Discovery CEO is like trying to lean the content towards, uh, but it's like most of WB yeah. success comes from, you know, not dumb stuff. So like, right. comes from also, you know, movies and TV shows al- that are also fictional the, and HBO is like that. That's a thing. Like it's not TV. It's HBO. Like that. That means something. You know what I mean? Right. And now, and now you got this merger going on, and they're gonna name it something stupid, probably. Probably. Not HBO yeah. in the title, and it's like they're probably all right. because the Discovery CEO seems to have such a hard on still for Discovery Plus. Yes, they have their own streaming service, and nobody freaking knows and cares about it. Yeah. Nobody. Well, yeah. we uh, have because my wife watches like random sit documentaries on. Okay. There. Well, Dan's wife, and but, that's one person. Yeah, that one point. person. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that one person. My, wa- my wife. My wife. But it's just not talked my about. Wife. You know what I mean? Uh, so I feel like they're going to be stubborn and kind of like uh, as a middle finger to the you know the consumer, just be like, we're going to call it Discovery Max. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> it's gonna be like, God damn it! Oh, that's where I can watch Sopranos. Thanks. Like, <laughs> yeah, I can discover the Sopranos yeah. on on Max. Oh man, I hate uh, this. I hate this whole idea that this whole like the amount of workers that they hired to bring in and dedicate so much time to making this movie, and it's done pretty much. Like it probably was like ten percent left work to do, and they just said. No, nah. we're just going to pretend that movie doesn't exist. And if they do apply it as a tax write-off, whatever you call it, to write off some debt, they can never monetize it, meaning they can't even put it out there for free like they did Although, with Although, and this is probably uh, giving him way too much credit, but then now there's, like, something about they're, they're, get, they're piecing together a 10-year Marvel-style MCU plan. Like, they're kind of yeah, in the beginning. Yeah, so I understand stages. the direction that he's wanting there, but at the same time, they're still doing Aquaman 2. They're still going to release The Flash despite the whole Ezra Miller uh Ezra Miller debacle. They're still sure. gonna oh, release. Oh, he thinks he's being uh, followed by the FBI and Ku Klux Klan. Apparently, by the way, I don't know you if you guys were aware of that. Are you freaking psycho? Like, so he's walking around with a gun. He's you. walking around with a gun, thinking that people are coming. He's a goddamn menace, I tell you. <laughs> um, like, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, 
I, so that's coming out still. But. Are they still doing the Batman too? Like, because these are different. That's what I'm. That's so what I'm paranoid like, about too. Like, they, we, they did see. We, that's the, the thing. Joker's uh, coming out. That's a different. Yeah, universe. Joker's, Joker's two. Coming, Joker like, two feels like gross. they're committed to that. Uh, that's gross. That whole musical with Lady Gaga. I. You know what I would. Wait, so ra- I would rather slam my fingers in a door than see that movie. <laughs> Hold on. So what? What is the deal with the second Joker movie? It's a. It's, it's a, a musical. musical. It's a, a full blown musical on Lady Gaga. Stop it. And Lady Gaga and Arkham Asylum. And Lady Gaga is Harley Quinn, yes. You think uh, it sounds made up because those are made up things <laughs> I just said. Leaving. It's not though. Those are those are all very factual things that are in the news right now. Um, that was a good leave. That was he sold it too. He sold yeah. it. What the what the what the? I just I why it, I why why? Um, I'm so funny. Why why? So funny. WB, WB is on fire right now, and I mean that in a bad way, like literal, like their skin is on yeah, fire. It's Donald Glover walking into the apartment again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not not like they're knocking it out of the park. Like he's on fire, like in a sports. <laughs> he's term, on like fire. A term. Right. Uh, no, this is like it's it's awful, and I I don't know what this means for anything. You know, like I know that like they're like the one thing that they said was safe was like. Flash is safe. I'm like, but what about the Penguin show? Like, is that safe? Yeah, I know. Like, I want to make sure these things that I care about so, are safe. So, uh, that the was the thing I, I was, like, I was, uh, I was trying, I keep getting sidetracked because tangents are what we do, but, uh, that was the thing I was trying to say before I forgot to say it. This is all uh, on topic, baby. Was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> take a shot, tangent. Uh, <laughs> there was, um, yeah, so, crap, now I see I lost my train of thought. <laughs> see, it's gone. Take another Boom. shot. All right. <laughs> okay, so no, I know what it was. Uh, so like now it's like they're catering to the whims of a madman who's just willing to swing the right. axe. Sure. Uh, so like this guy, you never know what he's gonna say he loves. So like they did a press conference thing, and uh, that's when he made clear the franchises that he believed in. He was like, I've seen the Flash, I loved it. I saw it. <laughs> Aqu- Aquaman two looks great. Shazam two looks great. And then he said, the Batman seems very solid for us. Like, he is a big fan of the Batman as a franchise. And I was like, oh, thank God. That's Everybody's, like, kind of, like, backstage, like, watching on a monitor, like, going, yes, we're safe. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, we we (laughs) made it in, yeah, yeah. You never know what he's gonna praise next, and you're like, it's oh. it's almost sounds like Trump. Just like, what is what is yeah. he gonna say? What is that dumb horse gonna say? And you know, everybody loves sharks. We gotta have shows about sharks. <laughs> well, he's the horse loose in the hospital, right? That's what Trump is. So. Are you familiar with the John Mulaney bit? No, nobody. No, no I can't Dude, ga- guys, I can't guys, watch the newest John Mulaney stand-up. Uh, I think it was from like two years ago, and he has a, a whole bit about Trump, and it, it, it describes him as a horse loose in a hospital. Mm. It just imagining, imagine a horse just being loose in a hospital, just the chaos, you know, and yeah. just <laughs> the loose cannoning type of energy. So yeah, that's it's a it's a good bit. It's a good bit. I gotta watch his uh, more of his stand up. I can't quote a single one of, even though I enjoyed every single one. I'm of a him. huge I can't quote John a single one. fan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like the bit where he's like, you know, he's like, so I answered my pants, you know, like a liar or whatever, whatever that bit is. <laughs> like, he's just, <laughs> it's his cell of those type of dumb jokes. Yeah, that really yeah. You me. know, so so I agreed with them. You know, like a liar. You know? <laughs> just the way that he oh, puts an man. emphasis on stuff is perfect. So I, I, uh, I also liked his dumb TV show from back in the day. Oh yeah, it was like I on the seat for, uh, for a year. It was literally or... just called Mulaney. Yeah. yeah, it was on for like a year, uh, which is unfortunate. Yeah, that dude deserved so much better than the industry gave him. <laughs> he has a baby with Olivia Munn. He's fine, guys. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but that I, whole I thing with the like, yeah. shows he kept okay. trying to write. Like, he is doing okay, I promise. <laughs> I, I know he's doing fine as a stand-up, and uh, I mean, look at, you know, the misses. Uh, right? I mean, that uh, whole thing uh, That whole thing with the wife is pretty shitty, yeah. but we don't have to go there. 
Uh, I don't really know much about it. I just know that he has a new... He, bag- he bagged Olivia Munn, that's right. He, bas- he, he basically Munn. just, like, out of nowhere, just is like, oh, I'm going to divorce my my wife that I've even said it during... Also, like, I like ...bits cocaine. that he loves. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the cocaine stuff. And <laughs> yeah. and then he went to rehab again, and then immediately out of rehab, yeah, he div- he left the wife and then yeah. basically knocked up Olivia Munn pretty soon yeah. after, so... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like to think of her as, like, a bad girl that, like, got him back off track. Anyway! Anyways! Got aside, everybody. People are dead now with the tangents. Yeah, you know. Speaking of gossip, we have Square Enix confirms it's looking to sell stakes in its studios that concentrate its resources on Japanese games. Uh, Dan, do you know a little bit more about this particular story? I don't even know what this is, guys. Wait, oh, what's yeah. going on? Uh, well, according, uh, according to Japan-based analyst David Gibson, who was the Square uh, conference call on Friday morning, the sale of Crystal Dynamics and Adios to Embracer Group was phase one of Square Enix's kind of like cleanup plan. Uh, Phase two will be diversification and studio capital structure. Um, So according to Gibson's report on the call, the biggest impact is uh, uh, on EU, um, you know, European, US studios around uh, large titles. And that the change means Square Enix will uh, be able to allocate resources mainly to Japanese titles. So it just seems like a refocusing of of everything. Um, um, (laughs) I don't know the, how to spit this out of the racist thing. I don't know. The, uh, the, the main thing for me is uh, that CEO, whatever his name is, was it Matsuda? Um, and, and just yeah. his his just freaking raging boner for NFTs. Like, get that shit out of here, dude. Like, I swear to God. Like, because I think it's pretty clear most people, for the most part, want nothing to do with those. So let's not start leaning in that. Oh, uh, actually, they did. Because there's um there's a couple of um Final Fantasy VII figure, uh, figures that are coming out. Or a few of them, and there's like a like a classic looking cloud, like kind of more like the classic, like sort of you know polygonal Final Fantasy VII classic looking version, mm-hmm. and then there's more of like Advent Children looking cloud, and one of those comes with like a NFT certificate or something. It's like you sneaky sons of a bitches, like you snuck it in there. You just had to do it, didn't you? So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know I know I got a lot of really mixed feelings about all this stuff going on with Square Enix uh, myself. So it's uh, you know it's yeah. hard to watch. It's it's hard to watch them floundering and not understand what success is and put different strains and uh, expectations on certain projects and not. But then right. they do excellent in other like with Final Fantasy fourteen, for example, is just yeah yeah you know and I, you, you know, know it's probably uh, it goes by you know uh, the the mileage of like those feel good projects probably go by their creator heads and stuff as well. Oh so. sure. Yeah. Um, you know, so uh it's it's maybe nice for some of those. It's it's nice that especially with Final Fantasy 14 you have such a hands-on adult development team because uh Yeah. everything feels very corporate with Square yeah. Enix right now. Yeah, it when it's very tri- very very like official and weird yeah. and uh and uh I feel like they're making a lot of mistakes right now. They're offloading a lot of properties that uh I think would see a lot of success underneath them if they just allocated the resources properly, maybe lowered the expectations a little bit. To realistic yeah. standards, well, they never you know? sold. They never sold well enough, right? They never. Sold uh, well I enough. mean, they sold really well, and what the historical idea of what a well-selling game is, and and you know the MPDs, but uh, yeah, Square just uh, was never happy about anything. So no, no, they uh, it, it's hard to uh, it's hard to understand fully like what their reasoning is and stuff like that, you know. When, especially when and I, I you know maybe it's a again maybe it's a weird like japanese like business cultural thing that we don't understand because like konami felt weird with its way that they shifted suddenly too and like i just don't know if we're missing part of the the picture here of, it's of, like they just of, expected of them 
European mm-hmm. devs to make like get like GTA numbers or something. It's like that's what yeah. they expected almost. Yeah, like. by by acquiring something a little sure. more worldly, like uh, the, the, like they would they would return more of a profit. You know, maybe like way absolutely. more. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. and and there might be expectations for certain properties to make more money globally. You know, like like an expectation for Tomb Raider to do better than a Final Fantasy game. You're probably going to reach a bigger demographic with a Tomb Raider game than a Final Fantasy game. But if your Final Fantasy game is selling better than your Tomb Raider game, you know, maybe that, you know, maybe on a, from a di- business standpoint, yeah, that causes some issues. But uh, I don't know. It's hard to see the reasoning with this. And, uh, you know, yeah. it's uh, it's uh, it feels like Japanese gaming and American gaming are siloing off again, which mm. feels weird. You know, where it felt like there was a blur there for a while with sure, all the accusation, sure. accus, uh, acquisitions going on. Now it feels like everything's Accusations. Silent. Accusations going on, guys. You guys right. are owning whatever you want <laughs> and rabble, rabble. Um, but um, yeah, it, yeah so as long it, as we it feels still like there's have, a major um, going on here. Yeah, as long as we still have some of those, um, you know, kind of like main guys. We got Yoshida and, um, you know, Nomura in there with his zippers and his crazy, uh, you know taking kingdom hearts into nonsense places and um and uh what's the uh, what's the other one i can't remember his name damn it whatever just some of those big name guys that are still there the fact that, that you are... can't remember is racist i'm just saying that's of course katase yeah, of there course we go you're, <laughs> you're racist katase. like square katase, square is racist katase um yeah as long as they still got those guys just manning the ship they're making their final fantasy remake trilogy mm-hmm. here they're doing their final fantasy 14 and that's making buku bucks you know like so just keep keep that going and don't I don't know. Yeah, I hope their foc- I hope their focus doesn't become suffocating to like the creators. Uh, right. Like the few yeah. projects that they are keeping going. Yeah, because if those know. guys start leaving because the suits are really just like pushing down on them and really kind of putting a stranglehold Konami on the Konami style, where you, where you see like an all all right. all man off ship type of situation. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I hope not to see that. You know, I have a lot of hope for Square Enix's future, but apparently it's not in international games. It's they're they're really focusing down. So. Yeah, hmm. that is Bummer. that. Uh, you guys, did y'all hear about the Giancarlo Esposito? Uh, Esposito uh, confirms that he has met with Marvel Studios, wants to play Professor X. You know, I think we saw something recently with uh, what's that kid's name uh, from uh, the Kingsman movies? Oh, um, Egg- Taron Egerton. Uh, Taron Thank you. Yeah, yeah. He he recently said that he had meetings as well and wanted to play roles like Wolverine and I stuff feel like, like that. these actors like um, <clears throat> I, I feel like these guys are uh, come out of the meeting with Kevin Feige and they're like, do you want me to just say that I'm I want to play that and then I met you guys like and we'll see how social media receives it and then sure, you can announce casting sure. later. Kevin's like that's absolutely what I want you to do. That's absolutely <laughs> yes. Um, genius. That's genius. So so this week is that he got to uh, you know John Color Esposito got to say hey I I want to play Professor X but he also mentioned roles that are being discussed and thrown around like Doctor Doom and Magneto. Uh, you know, hey, he can play all these roles. Can I just he say? Magneto. Uh, Magneto, he's probably he's... born for. If I'm just being honest. Yeah. Uh, yeah I think I yeah. think he's totally. He's born perfect. for that. I uh, would, for... He could convince me to jump off a bridge with like my dog or something. He is like so. <laughs> yeah. Charismatic as a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, like he can completely sell us on Magneto's point of view. Like he Absolutely. would be so brilliant as a. But he's as, also yeah. he's just been playing a lot of bad guys for a while, so maybe doing Xavier yeah. would be really doing cool. Doing Xavier like, does make a lot of sense, especially you know probably personally he'd probably like to play a good guy, you know, for yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he, like a I change like, of pace for him. I feel like at this point he's like, okay, now I'm only known for bad guy roles. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I want to be an iconic role that people can like. Str- it's kind of like with Patrick Stewart. You can't. You struggle to differentiate Patrick Stewart. From yeah. 
Xavier yeah. now that you, the only thing maybe he wants that for himself. Like yeah, uh, yeah. Instead of just being the murderous, you know, charismatic a hole on like everything he does. Uh, yeah, right, right. You know? And he'd be good for Doctor. I think we're gonna go younger for Doctor Doom. I think Doctor Doom. I think so a, too. I think Doctor so Doom's too. gonna be a mainstay villain. You know, kind of going forward. Uh, we were talking about this in the chat where it's just like I I really think that we have some red herring villains going on here and. He's going to end up probably being the big bad bad, which is why they're trying to get Fantastic Four out, because I think it's important that we, like, we get Doctor Doom on the map playing chess with all these big players. You and know? Galactus? And Galactus? Uh, no, we're never getting him. Um, no? No Galactus? No, we're going to get him at some point. No playing uh, Which one is the one that, which one is the one that everybody speculates for every Marvel thing that somebody's going to show up? Uh, Mephisto, yeah. Mephisto, yeah. yeah. It's Mephisto, oh, we are though. Mephisto, though. Hey, this time it's Mephisto <laughs> for sure, you know? Uh, guys, I swear, I saw him in the whatever the madness. He was I in need, I, I need him. you guys to really understand that it's Mephisto. Um, <laughs> Inside Mom? You know, I, I, you know, I, I think he'd be a good Doctor Doom. Uh, you know, I think oh, for they, sure. I think they burned their best Doctor Doom, which was Mads Mikkelsen. He, he was born uh, to play Doctor Doom, and I think that they... Yeah. You know, burned him by making him a non-bad guy and and you know a, a bad guy no one remembers in Doctor Strange. Exactly. Yeah, but he's, he'd be wearing uh, a mask. Maybe yeah. he could get away with it, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Uh, you know, and depending on what version of Doctor Doom you're on, he's disfigured under that mask. So. Um, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I, I Doctor Doom's my favorite bad guy, like in all of Marvel, all of it, every single bit of it. You know, like he's the Lex Luthor, you know, of this universe. Like he it is really the is. he yeah. is like the diabolical. Like he gets so powerful, like galactic entities like want to team up with them yeah. to help like take down like universes. You know, oh, wow. so it's like give he me is, that he is... Latvia run like yeah. in in whatever the next saga is going to be. Like that Latvia he's like run. got his own country. Yep. He is like. <laughs> You know, and they've set like up. They set Latvia up a couple times now. You know, they yeah. brought up. La they were in Latvia in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. So it's like they've That's been right. setting this up for a long time. It's a um, long time coming for this Doctor Doom reveal. They need to nail it, and they they just they better not screw it up. You know, and yeah. if you, you, know, you if you they if need it, to you make need it to even more pronounced in the Thanos. Like, don't have them just cameo. At the, At end, the end, of end of every fine, movie, he's like, I guess, I guess it's my turn. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Don't have him do that. Like, show up and like have him like actually manipulating events, yep. like yep. through um, a series like twenty movies or whatever. Like, I would love that. Kyle, we're in the multiverse saga. You easily can throw Mads Mikkelsen in there. He's just, it, it, you just that's just what he looks like from a different it's universe. It's a right? way to recast. A, it really is. A, it really is, yeah. Uh, so, that's all going to get so messy as we get it is. Every, Especially all, in everything. Secret Wars, where it's like this variant, like I bet money Chris Evans is going to yeah. show up as a freaking Thor or something. <laughs> no, he's showing up as and, Thor. And Chris Evans is going to be like, you look yeah. like, you look like my Captain America or whatever. Like yeah, he's going to no. like, I feel like he's going to show up as <laughs> he look like my Captain America. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, we're gonna get that for sure. We're gonna get a whole bunch of just like nuttiness. That's just, oh like, yeah, it's just gonna be. Is there. that where it's it so ends? Right? Is that where it there. ends? It just it should end there, right? Like just everybody killing each other in the secret wars. Like it's just ends. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So they're they're vying for their one spot in the one universe that's gonna remain. You know, so it's like sure. it's a nice it's a nice soft reset for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the way we're gonna get. And it's Tom, a good way to Tom close Cruise as our Iron Man. Which we better not the messiness that. Oh, we better not get that. I don't, I don't say, want that. I, I, I want that. Zero percent. I want that. Please don't. No, weird Dude. nerds don't deserve the gratification. Um, Keanu. <laughs> what, what would what would Keanu play in the Marvel? Uh, Dark Revan in Star Wars. Oh wait, hasn't he Marvel. met with MCU. Marvel? I thought he MCU. met with Marvel already. <laughs> I thought so too. I thought I, know I read that he met with them. You know? I know I, people uh, were saying for Moon Knight they wanted him to be Moon Knight, but oh, that, I mean maybe ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. 
been curious about that. No, Oscar Isaac was perfect. For yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I don't know who he'd be good at playing. I don't know. Uh, maybe he could be Silver Surfer. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Silver Surfer yep. wouldn't require. Uh, just needs a good speaking voice, honestly. And um, he has a pronounced enough one, I'd say. I'm the surfer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. No, surfer I've never seen the comedy in the right Whoa. Whoa. Did you see Whoa. that sick silver wave I just put it on? <laughs> wow, dude. Galactus is coming, bro. I know how to surf. Show me. Show me. <laughs> dude, dude uh, Lars Fishburne as Galactus, that would be amazing. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah, I'm here for it. I'm here and, for it. And like poetic because Lawrence Fishburne is uh, Silver Surfer in that shitty one from a few years ago. Stop is it. He was really? it really? Yeah, he was the voice what? of the Silver Surfer. Yeah. Get out of here. I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, somebody yes, else was the yes, body yes. or whatever, the so, CG body, but he yes. was the voice. I don't yes, remember yeah. that. That's amazing. It all comes that. full circle. It all comes around full circle. <laughs> He he like poked. I remember uh, one time uh, Sue Storm put up a field to prevent him from like coming in and like talking to them or attacking them, yeah. and he just sneaks right in with his surfboard, and yeah. he's just like he peel, he just like comes right through it, and he's just like machines. It was a great scene. I love it. I love that's oh, my favorite shit. part. That's my oh, favorite shit. part of the whole movie. Yeah. Oh shit. Uh, I Kevin gotta go Feige, watch Kevin Feige was listening to this podcast, and he's just like, I'm turning this off. I'm not watching this at the end. <laughs> These are some of the worst ideas. Nah, he's taking world. notes, bro. He's taking yeah. notes. He's like, the machine's all, all cashing. Yeah. He's like, that part is taking Circle, circle, arrows, you know, machines. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's that's pretty much it for all the uh, general news in terms of oh. uh, movies and stuff. Do you have anything else here? I wanted to end on something. Uh, so I did a How I Met Your Mother trivia God damn night. God damn oh, here we go. Uh, Jesus Last Christ. Monday. <laughs> And last last Monday, um, I took my friend, a mutual friend of Kyle and I's, JD, and uh, he brought uh, his brother-in-law, Andrew. Well, I like Andrew. And uh, yeah, he's good people, and he's got a hell of a memory. Um, and we did we, man, to say we won is like that's downplaying it. We uh, demolished everybody at the bar. It was insane. Our, uh, we were 40,000 points higher than the second place. Did you um, say 40,000? 40, yeah. Because <laughs> like, we answered zero? the fastest out of everybody. Wow. Like, Jesus. Uh, All right. And, and, and time plays uh, a factor in how well sure. you do. Um, whatever. But yeah, like we just decimated. And, uh, and I, I remember there was like a point in the fourth round where I looked around and I was like, there's a lot less teams here. Like they just like left after they saw there was a clear winner after round one. <laughs> We were that far ahead. Wow. Uh, yeah, we so we were uh, going back to do some they Marvel. They rage quit. They, they rage quit. There's a Marvel movie trivia night this Monday. This Monday, so there's another chance to totally decimate right there. Um, I'd be good at that. I think yeah. I'd be good. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna Skype in. Got news for you. You're gonna call in. And you're gonna <laughs> join us. I'm not gonna do that. That's all I'm gonna do. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So it's like I feel like it's two weeks in a row that I'm like, oh my god, I think we're gonna, I think I'm gonna win another round of trivia, and I never do that at general trivia night. I'm normally last. Because they're always like asking geography questions. So I'm too scattered brain for like general trivia. I gotta like if you if you tell me like a focused oh, you yeah. know like thing, yeah. I feel like I can walk in with those like folders unlocked already. But I'm like, all exactly. right, we're talking about yeah. this, you know. Exactly. And that's what how I met your mother felt like. I was like, all these years of rewatching that show over and over and over again. I'm gonna, fi- I'm gonna finally get to put it yeah. to use. I got to answer uh, the question 
What was okay? So Robin dated a kid, or sorry, dated a kid. Whoa, no, she whoa, didn't. she dated a guy. Whoa, whoa, she, she dated a guy who had a kid. And yeah. one of the questions was, what was the, what was the kid's name? And oh it's multiple God. choice. Every single question is multiple choice. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, that's the name. Like, who else stores I mean, that useless ass information but... in the brain? You know, like. Yeah, I saw the I'd name and I was like, "Oh, it's that guy." Uh, and nobody else knew that uh, answer at the table, so that was like, they were like calling him something else, and I was like, "That's that's not it at all." You guys are wrong. Tyler yeah, Shervosky you guys are wrong. Wanted to go somewhere. Where did you want to go? Well, like she it's only with that. It's only with that. <laughs> she wanted to go to the mall. They do yeah, ask you freebie questions where they're like, "What city did the show take place in?" And all of us looked around. And we're like, "You serious?" <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Yeah, yeah, yeah New Hampshire. It was hard. Yeah. Connecticut. We all know this. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, so I'm gonna come back twenty-five dollars richer in uh, in gift cards. <laughs> Ooh! Wow! After winning the Marvel one. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I just wanted to brag no. for it and also bring up How I Met Your Mother, which has one of the best shows uh, endings ever. It so, has yeah. a wonderful ending. I uh, mean, you're yeah, it's, two, it's actually two out of three people. So you're uh, that's super actually, high. Yeah, you're super over. high. So obviously, that's the high right it's a runoff of democracy yeah. type system. It's two out of one. I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, um, we know and, that's not uh, even yeah, valid anymore. Uh, it's uh, two out of one. It's America one. does not run uh, on democracy. I just anymore. I can't. I don't. It's just it's two out of one. I don't know. Two out of one. Um, don't, don't run on uh, democracy anymore. It's not uh, even uh, uh, yeah. Well, you know this. You know this podcast. It is. Um, you know, at the end of the year, democracy. Um, uh, two out of one. Two out of one. one. One third of us is stoned as hell. So. Who? Your dog. Somebody else is here. Goku. It's, it's your dog. Um, Anyways, everybody, that was episode uh, one twenty-seven of Current Gen. I really appreciate you sticking with us. Uh, through all the tangents, that's why we had no segments this week. Because Although, it's funny, because tangents, a, a lot of them, one of the shorter episodes recently. Really? Yeah. yeah. Hey, Tim, you're welcome, bud. We can go, you know, <laughs> hey, 18 hours. Ask me back anytime, man. I can keep it short. <laughs> I said brief. Yeah, when all the uh, stuff that he edits out, edit, edits out of me talking, uh, it's uh, going to yeah, be like an and, hour uh, and a half episode. take all of our oh, edit sure. notes. And uh, no, I really appreciate everyone being here. And uh, everyone uh, have a good uh, week and whatnot. All right.